Hello, true believers, and welcome to Four Color Commentary, the continuing saga of four comic nerds and the books they love. I'm Alan. I'm Chewy. I'm Ian. And I'm Ryan. Welcome to uh, episode, or I'm sorry, issue. I'm still not getting it. Okay, it's you know what? Let's just call it episode. Episode issue. You guys know what we're talking about. Whatever it is. Yeah. It has uh, a number three in it this time. This has the third, third one. Go with that. Um, happy New Year. And it is the yeah first issue of 2014, Welcome. so happy, happy New Year to you all. We uh, all get a clean slate and nobody can get mad at us for may, the last two episodes. May your alls be Langzons. Did you just say 2013? No, I said 2014. Oh, okay. Oh, we everybody gets like a here. month of getting used I know, to. I mean, still, <laughs> still but still, come everybody on. signs Back their checks three checks. times in the new year because they always get that day wrong. That's you have true. to start over again. But not everybody writes checks because this is 2014. That is true. I had That's someone write a check before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you're insti- you're you're instilling it right there, right there. You're saying like 2014. This is 2014, so that way no one forgets. Exactly. It's 2014. Slam it into your minds. And if you'd like to uh, have us be the first uh, show, maybe the first podcast you reach out to in 2014, there are a couple ways you can do that. Uh, you can reach out to us via email. Um, our email address is fourcolorpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that way you guys can uh, let us know what you think of the books, the show, whatever you want. Um, we also uh, are reachable through the Twitters um, at, at fourcolorpod. Um, and we also have a Facebook page. So if you want to give us one of those cool thumbs up on Facebook, uh, you can. So, uh, without any further ado, I think we'll uh, kind of break down the show for you. Uh, first things first, though, I always keep forgetting this. Uh, let's go around just in case this is your first issue. Um, kind of like a Marvel Comics, we like to give you a kind of a brief synopsis of who we are. So, we'll go around the circle and kind of tell uh, you a little bit about who we are. I'm Alan. I like manga, web comics, and a lot of indie and superhero comics. I'm Chewy. I like grimy and gritty. Basically, if you look at it and you say, whoa, that's metal, then I'm into it. Uh, my name is Ian. Uh, I like mostly superhero books, the big two. That's Marvel and DC for you newbies. So, But I'm, I'm pretty much fine something I like about every single book that I read. So I'm kind of in an easy audience. I'm Ryan. I like kids' books, and I like science fiction, and I like weird stuff and strange things and odd comic books <laughs> that is true <laughs> i ran out of i ran out of we need to get you say. like a bigger thesaurus yeah i need one yeah. thesaurus i always thought it was like a dinosaur right like yeah, a thesaurus. yeah. <laughs> i was like oh, let me get you a thesaurus and i was like thesaurus. Oh, dinosaurs are awesome <laughs> but it's not it's just a book with other <laughs> words like it's a yeah. book <laughs> disappointing I so mean, it's not even about dinosaurs no it's, it's true. such a lie okay. it's doesn't the greatest even have a- lie ever told i looked up dinosaur in the thesaurus and there was no terrible lizard yeah <laughs> i i don't think synonyms and translations are the same thing that is, alligator that is true alligator. <laughs> uh so our our show that's is broken what they are. dino okay <laughs> show is broken up into four different parts um we start with here's my issue where each of us bring a uh different comic book uh, kind of to the table um we all read each other's books that we select and we kind of uh tell each other our opinions and our thoughts on them um Segment number two we have is First Prince. Right now it's featuring Chewie. Uh, we're finishing up uh, The Dark Knight Returns, which is a classic book. Uh, Chewie's kind of a newbie to comics, so he's kind of uh, jumping into some uh, books that are kind of really well known um, and reading them for the first time. Yes, it is very fun. Uh, segment number three is Bat Chat. Um, now, as you guys, if this is your first time, the three of us here at the table love Batman. Uh, well, not I wouldn't say indiscriminately, but we all love some iteration of Batman. 
Alan, on the other hand, is not the biggest Batman fan, but every week one of us brings uh, what I like to refer to as a laser-targeted defense uh, of Batman to try to convince Alan to like Batman a bit more, and uh, I don't know what we got in store this week, but I have a feeling you're going to be bested. Alan. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Batman's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, to bring us out, we have the back matter, which is just general comic book chat, superhero, you have it, you know, movies and stuff like that. So, uh, without further ado, we'll jump into Here's My Issue. Um, so every week we choose to go alphabetically by book. And, uh, this week Ryan was lucky enough to, uh, draw the short straw. Um, so Ryan, tell us a little bit about, uh, your book. All right. I chose a book called fantasy basketball, uh, by, uh, an artist and writer named Sam Bosma. I follow him on Tumblr and I don't super recall how I started following him on Tumblr. Somebody probably reblogged like an something of his that I thought looked awesome. I was like, Oh, I'm going to follow this guy. And then he posted a thing, uh, relatively recently about, Hey, I went to a comics expo and, and this is my mini comic and here it is on digitally for two bucks. And I was like, cool, two bucks done. And so I thought it was fantastic, but I'm not like a super sports guy. Yes. And not, not, none of us are, I don't think. Oh, well, okay. Well, <laughs> before we jump into why that's important, you should explain the book. Because it's called Fantasy, Fantasy Basketball. Basketball. Uh, to, to give you a brief synopsis of the book, we... we that was a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Is that what that was? Yeah. I, I was going to do it loud, but then Tweet. I See, I, really realized, yeah. Yeah. I think in the book it's Fwee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the <laughs> we're looking for. Um, so it's about two uh, treasure hunters, grave robbers, a, a, a big strong smashy guy and a uh, a young lady who seems to be some sort of magical intern uh and then they uh they encounter the i don't know the dead king who lives in this temple yes. and then challenge him to one-on-one combat and he says well i i have been through battle there's no battle left that i cannot best so you have to beat me in basketball and awesomeness ensues yeah. And it does for sure. Um, so um, yeah, uh, let's so talk about this. let's talk about this. Ryan, um, wait, can I go first? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. I have a, I have ahead, a question Alan. for Ryan. Go ahead. Why do you keep picking things that are the coolest things I have ever read? Right? Ever? I cannot I agree anymore. This is Guys, you have very good taste. I'm awesome. I just <laughs> the fr- when I open this up, I'm like, oh, okay. What is this? First of all, it's a PDF. Second of all. <laughs> I look at it and I'm just, I'm like, okay, what am I, what is it? It's called fantasy basketball. And I actually played four years of high school basketball. So I'm like, oh great. I get to relive those excellent memories. You look um, like you played basketball. I look, you look like, like a basketball. I don't know, I don't know what I look like. You look like one of those basketball white guys. <laughs> You mean the John ones that Stockton sit on a bench? Yes, sir. We're going to have to rechange the order of the show. Now he's going to have to be Larry Bird. So we're going to have yeah. to rechange the order of how we say our names. Thanks. Thanks. Larry. Um, he's Larry for the rest of the episode. All right. <laughs> Obviously, like being a fan of uh, manga in um, King City, which was mm, something I liked almost specifically for the art and, and in the art direction. This I looked at it immediately. It's going to be one of those, and I was super excited. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, let's let's find out. And um, the first couple panels, I think I don't know about you guys, but uh, I was, it's one of, you, you jump right into it. You know, they're just like, all right, we're in the middle of this story now. I'm like, wait, what happened to the first, you know, eighty pages? Um, <laughs> but you kind of get a feel for what's going on, and it seems kind of like archetypal and. Um, you're dealing with these two characters and they're in like this temple. Uh, and I, it had this very like Scott Pilgrim Miyazaki esque like feel to it art wise. I like um, that, yeah. Along with a like Final Fantasy meets um, 
uh, I don't, I don't even know, uh, like RPG kind of Zelda. Yeah, it exactly. Zelda element Thank with you. the temple and all that. I was mm-hmm. like, when the, and the the puzzles. That's what I was like. I was uh, like, oh, in the boss. This, key? Oh, it screams Zelda. I'm like, this screams Legend of Zelda to me. And what I loved is the two, and this really stuck out out to me. Obviously, yeah, you pointed out the video game side of things, but mm-hmm. what was really cool is the the two different characters that are in the book are two kind of protagonists, um, Wiz Kid, yes. um, and Mean Mug. Yep. <laughs> but what's what I loved about this is they run into this first challenge, and it's um. And it's basically like a wall. They have to unlock it uh, to yeah. get to the next room. Um, but what it is, is there's two different ways of playing games, I feel. And this, uh, especially for you who kn- knows MMOs, there's those people who like to stand back and figure things out. <laughs> yep. And those people who like to just run in and just like go into the fray. And, yeah, and Leroy and like, Jenkins. Both, yeah, Leroy yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, Leroy Jenkins, exactly. Um, and, they, and that was like the two different characters both really encompassed that they had each of their own individual styles when dealing with a situation or a problem like right. that. Yeah, so, one of my favorite lines is... Uh, where Wizkid is like, is she says, I think it's a puzzle. And he goes, where's all the pieces? <laughs> that that was the other serious? thing I liked is it was a she. I was like, yes, yeah. a girl. I'm like, is, I couldn't, because the art's kind of very ambiguous. Like, they and don't I think really... she's supposed to be younger. Yeah, 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 for sure. Think, um, oh, yeah, she's definitely a kid. I mean, like, I mean it's Wizkid. Yeah, yeah Wizkid. Come on, dude. Go to the program, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite um, parts actually comes in the first few pages. It's when uh, the skeleton dude, like he's the only surviving skeleton and he gets, he promotes himself to captain <laughs> and in the background in this little thing here, it says, well, if, if the boys are all dead, I guess that makes me captain now, don't it? And then she's like, Hey, well-deserved. But then in the background, there's just a little word there that just says cool. <laughs> it's just in the background there's, of the panel. It there's just a says, lot cool. of little things like that. Like I love when at the spoiler alert, by the way, guys uh, for these books, I keep forgetting to mention that there's going to be a bunch of spoilers. We're assuming that you probably have read these already. So if not, just be aware of spoilers ahead. Um, but I love at the end when they all, when he gets bested and then the ghosts are like, they're like all the, all the spectators are all skeletons that suddenly turn into ghosts. And one of them just goes, woo ghosts. All right. Like, yeah. Really? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me laugh. I was like, woo. Um, so I have a question for you guys. Yeah, go for it. Um, because I asked, uh, Ryan this earlier, you guys, I don't know about your, uh, uh, athletic background. Uh, none. When they're talking about, uh, setting up, yeah. When they're setting up the rules for what they're playing. I I know, I know what you mean. I know exactly what they were saying. I'm like, okay, cool. First 21 twos and threes, which means two points for anything, uh, in front of the three point line, three from behind. Uh Cause there's different ways to play it. And he's like, first 21. Yeah. Twos and threes. Let's go. And I'm like, Okay. No. Uh, um, Did anybody else understand that? Because <laughs> no, I, I got with them. Man. I, I, my favorite was stakes. Everything. I'm like, yeah. This is so epic. <laughs> like, this is. It also. I mean. Well, I, I love that yeah. moment of the reveal though, where he's pulling off like his little. Uh, and he has this super high top fade. Giant high top fade. He just yeah. has that high top fade with a little, uh, <laughs> little eternity yep. like shaved into the back the of his head. Sim. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, I actually. Secret secret history. Um, I grew up in Texas. I grew up in Houston. Uh, sports is unavoidable there. Uh, <laughs> I was I was in middle school when the Houston Rockets won back to back world champions while mm. Michael Jordan was playing baseball. And um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I've and I you know played middle school basketball and and had a basketball hoop in my driveway and I was super into actually sports basketball and baseball specifically when I was a kid and I sort of grew out of that as I moved to Colorado and met people who were really crazy about sports. And I was like, Oh, you're, you're just crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like literally crazy. Stay away from me. Yeah. What was the line? I'm having a tough time finding it, but I, I wrote down, what was the line about cat like kicking grandpa down the stairs? Do you remember this? Oh was yeah. Um, what was the, what was yeah, the yeah. line that just, I, I try to remember what it was, but I remember just it, it stuck out and made me laugh. 
uh, he had a, a premonition. Um, and then Mean Mug responds with, yeah, well, I had a dream where I kicked an old grandpa down the <laughs> stairs. What do you think that says about how this is going to turn out? Oh, man. Um, the other thing, yeah, the setting the terms for the game I really liked. Um, I, I dug the other little bit, and I know Alan's going to be mad at this, but did you guys catch the Dark Knight illusion, or am I just reading too far into things? Where he says something like, so this is how it ends, my hand at your throat. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. By the way, spoiler alert for later. We'll talk about that. I think you're reading a little bit into that. I think you're you know what? I love it, but Batman. I, but it, so but, it reminded me of it. But drawing that conclusion is not too far gone, no, so it's not a big thank deal. You. Uh, I would like to talk about how awesome the character design is. Yes, agreed. I love every like even even the little skeleton guy but i love the character uh the character designs they're yeah. so cool no no, no I, I like the art well, style when he this. gets up and he's got like yeah, yeah, the, he's the old like guy super long arms super and long arms and oh, like he's sure. all legs and the super and, yeah. that, and uh mean mug looks super cool mm-hmm. um like just he's got the big cape the big flowing cape yeah, yeah. and oh, the no. mustache is like is like the mario mustache he reminds yeah. me of zangief from yes. uh, <laughs> I was, street fighter or, or i was like, thinking like yeah. Blanca and uh, Wario. Uh, you know, nice. I was also, yeah, that's a good one too. You know, I was, I was also thinking if this is for you, Dragon Ball Z fans out there, it reminds me of Hercule. Remember yes, Hercule? He he definitely like, strong yes. and like, but an idiot. That's yes. uh, you guys don't know. We're talking no, about. yeah, <laughs> that's the show with. Uh, he's with the strongest like, man in the that's world. The, that's the show with the yelling and the charging of attacks. Yeah, yeah where it takes like twelve episodes for anything, to happen. and then it misses, and then you feel like an idiot for wasting a week of your life. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I could have been doing homework. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how once you get into the actual game, how mm-hmm. um, quickly it just like flows. Like, oh, I was like, I yeah, was scrolling, it, man. I'm yeah. like just absorbing it all. I'm like, yes, exactly. keep going, keep going, keep going. And you, and even though you're going through it so fast, you don't feel like you're missing anything. Like sometimes when I'm reading other books and they start to pick up and they read really fast and flow well, there's that part of me is like, I feel like I'm missing something. Like I, I feel yeah. it was very well. Uh, planned out and laid out to where everything made sense of how you got to the next panel and there was never a question that you missed anything and stuff like that. And I think I also love um, like the big like climax in the game uh, where WizKid just totally fakes him out uh, just yes. like steps out, and then you see that little like that little mini panel with the spoilers with the uh, with the, with the ankle break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I literally, I'm sitting there reading in my house or whatever, and I literally just go, "Oh, literal ankle breaker!" <laughs> <laughs> out loud. Out loud. <laughs> I did something like that. I was like. Whoa! <laughs> like you know, I just made Whoa. some like some noise, like yes. <laughs> but like the page right before that, like how awesome is that? The, like that panel to me, that's yes. that's the, another moment where I was like, yes. that screams Legend of Zelda to me. That's oh, where he like playing. powers up. That screams like Ganon, like, like hanging super. out. Oh my god, yeah. Well, it's like it's that moment of like little guy, like Dave, the David and Goliath moment is what it is. Mm-hmm. So but, going going back to uh, to art style, yeah. Go back to that though, because same same okay. thing with with King City. It's all black and white, but correct. Look at the lines and look how simple they are. And then look at the number of blacks, whites, and grays. There's really like three colors in this entire book. But there's so much like texture and shadow and detail in it. And I just, I love that simplicity. It it just, that's the stuff I I really love. (laughs) Another line I forgot to write down is, I was one day away from retirement. I was so mad. I was so mad they did that. Oh, I love that joke. No. That, that joke, that joke, that joke was, never gets old. I was with mind. it a hundred percent until he said that. I'm like, just my joke, didn't need no. that panel to me. Just, no. That joke never gets old. Well, but that's I, you could the whole play thing. That joke a million it's, times. it's all just a, a little joke. It's that little throwaway joke of like, okay, if this were like some cheesy Hollywood movie, <laughs> what would yeah. what would be the scenario? You'd be like, I was yeah. one day away from retirement. I love in this thing. It makes almost zero sense for him to say because he's a dead king. He's a dead king. <laughs> guarding his temple and he's one day away from retirement 
<laughs> yeah, I also like the uh, like the part like basically after it's over and they've won where he's like, no, you have to yeah. follow the ancient laws ancient for ancient for a rematch, law. and they're like, no, and he's like, ancient laws, and then and then Mean Mug decides to rip him in half, <laughs> yeah, just because in a in a in a strange piece of violence. But I thought I thought the leg oh the leg breaking is gonna right. be the most violent thing in this book because Ride wouldn't. Sure. Oh my god, this guy yeah. is ripping the other guy. He literally rips him in half, and, and then, followed by and then a there's the two blank pages. That says yes, that the end, and then yes. the two blank pages. Yes, and, well, then, and then and then he's just laying there in half, going, "Well, this sucks." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> yuck!" <laughs> he's just so laying good. there in half, like in pieces. Um, but yeah, I, I, Ryan, you keep picking great books. This book was fantastic. This was fantastic. <laughs> it, no, also, the best 15 minutes I spent all day today. Oh, yeah. No, no question. I, I also like how at times uh, steps the mummy bones king, mm-hmm. uh, the captain, the captain. Oh no! The, oh, no. you're talking about the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who became he, a referee? I'm guessing <laughs> he looks uh, sometimes like Ratfink. Also, yeah, yeah. Eyes bulging out. Um. So Ryan, awesome. I don't know, you probably know about a little more about, more about this. Is it, so? Is this just a one shot book? It's over. Yeah. This is this is something he. Um. So this this the guy who wrote and drew it. Yeah. Um. He does like freelance art. Um, uh-huh. And every so often, he actually teaches classes in art and sequential art at, um, I think, the Rhode, Rhode Island School of Design. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. And so I randomly, anyway, somehow ended up following him on Tumblr. Uh, and and so he went to a comics convention, like some sort of small press thing. And yeah. it's like, oh, I made this mini comic. It's the first comic book I ever made. Yeah. Nice. First comic book he ever made. This That's is really awesome. good. Wow. I'm really impressed. Well, I mean, I just, to be fair, he's a I hate him. artist. I mean, I, mean, well, I mean, to be honest, I would. that's why I'm asking. He's like, I want to read more about these characters. Like, these characters seem like, this seems like something he can continue with. Yeah. I, I would love to see him do something more. Oh, my God. Yes, please. So if you're listening, yes. please. Dude, I, well, I just love also just how it focus like what it focuses on because like you think like you don't put like comics and sports like side by side yeah and here you have a comic book about like a a, a sporting event yeah. but it's not done in some cheesy space jam way that's right <laughs> it's done in like an boy. awesome shaolin soccer kind of not way. space jam but i'm gonna but like shaolin soccer Sorry, awesome. i was calling yeah. out fat boy there yeah, i know you were i'm yeah. gonna make you guys uh, read but yeah, uh, shaolin soccer is an awesome movie it's kind of like that <laughs> yeah i'm gonna make you read uh prince of tennis at some point which is <laughs> an excellent manga that has none of this greatness but it's just about a guy who plays tennis really well nice and they just they make it seem like the most epic thing ever oh, yeah, no, it's just like God. why do i why do i hear like the music like the like the k-drama music in my ears right now? <laughs> Prince of Tennis. Uh, good anyway. times yeah glad you guys liked it no, yeah. it's really it enjoyable so. keep bringing so. awesome books like this because it, it's fantastic please, please, please. oh yes so moving away from uh, fantasy basketball and over to alan's book alan tell us about the well the collection i should say that you brought with us so this week. is um something that i really wanted to do uh from the very start um part of my origin story that i didn't mention before was the fact that i was in like early high school started getting into web comics now web comics are different from print comics because they're completely uh creator owned and, and and updated and it's usually like you know some people do like three or four panels a couple times a week uh, maybe it's a page at a time but they're released incrementally so what i did was i found this one comic um that was floating around the internet and one day i was like well, you know, I better go check this out. And I started reading it. And then it was Gunnar Craig Court, which is the one I brought today. Mm-hmm. What I had to do was go online and like literally save each page. Uh-huh. And I just took the first two chapters. Uh-huh. Um, so the cool thing is that this is just the beginning of the story. It barely, barely sets up what happens afterwards. And the cool thing about webcomics is depending on how long the webcomic has been going, you 
get you re, you binge on it, which is mm-hmm. what I did <laughs> for a lot of different ones. And then once you're caught up, then you get to keep reading the story a couple times a week and just get yeah. a page and page and a page. This is a different kind of webcomic. Not every webcomic is a full complete story like this. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are just kind of throwaway jokes every couple a uh, couple times a week. Um, but I thought this one had some, some especially cool stuff about it, and I'm mm-hmm. interested to hear what you guys think. Oh, uh, should I? I'll probably just go into it real quick. It's about a girl who goes to a, you know, like a school out in the middle of nowhere. It's really mm-hmm. weird. It's built really weird. There's a lot of like weird doors and, and pipes and, um, uh, well, we're going to talk about what happens. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, so actually. written by Tom Siddell. Yes. Siddell or Siddell? Siddell. 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 If you listen to the show, please correct us. S-I-D-D-E-L-L. Um, so actually, I have to be honest. I really enjoyed the premise. I like the I like the setup of like a uh, I don't want to say Harry Potter but like a it, it, it is, is kind of in a way they have like the there's four different houses and I'm like okay I see where this is going. But apparently that's, that's a British thing. Right? Yeah, no, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like it's not exclusively Harry Potter, but I, I like the setup. I was going to ask you. So this one's specifically though. Is it released page by page? Yes. Like that. Okay. Yes. That's what I was gonna, I was going to say that. Is it like weekly or how do they how do they usually do this? Uh, this one updates three times a week, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, yeah. this is one, like, uh, I just went back and I grabbed mm-hmm. the pages, and they go in sequential order, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I I, um, I I had a feeling that you were going to like it, Ian. There's, there's some sort <laughs> yes. of, uh, and... and well, I like everything. But it's <laughs> true, yeah. <laughs> it's, there's some... Uh, Sorry. The kind of a Tim Burton-esque yeah, thing yeah, going yeah, on sure. yeah. which which uh, you listeners may not know, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of that guy. No. Um, well, I, I like him. I like his older work. But I Ryan, he makes movie magic. But Ryan, he made. <laughs> but Ryan, he made Batman, and Batman's great. Yeah, yeah, that true. Prince soundtrack, man, is just <laughs> touch. Yeah. Well, do you Tim Burton touch? didn't make that. Prince yeah, but did. he was involved. Okay, he was involved. Anyway, uh, but and so and so at, at first I was like, oh, it's kind of Tim Burtony, and I'm like, oh, I kind of don't like Tim Burton. Yeah, but um, but I, I kind of got into it. I, I liked. Mm-hmm. It was it was. The I think the Tim Burton elements to me are the other part where it's like she's like oh so I I need to get this help the shadow cross this bridge that I can't mm. cross I'm gonna make a robot oh there's a found a found a you know a, a door that said not <laughs> extra robot parts spare <laughs> robot parts in that it door. made me chuckle and then yeah. I put a robot together oh he's missing an arm and then you know the robot was very uh, it, and the robot had like little wings which reminded me of, of <laughs> he's cute two different yeah. things it, it the I think the robot looked like it was either a reference to uh, Fooly Cooly, mm-hmm. or bit, it was a reference a to um, God. I can't think of the name now. Dark Science, uh, Dresden Kodak, and I don't know timing wise if this came before, comes before or after that other webcomic, but the the wings were very evocative of that, and the fact that it was a robot. I think they're just very iconic wings in yeah. general. He was going for a specific style, All right. um, but that's a good point. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure about how that relates. Um, as I the only one who's a cynical uh, old man and thought that that shadow was up to no good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. No, how sure. it's like, happen? It seems yeah. so easy. Yeah, it seems yeah. so like that was like, oh, that's where they're going. But I was like, oh, I'm, I, I was like, that's At great. First, you just see, well, it starts off with, I noticed something strange. I have developed a second shadow. <laughs> and she's yes. totally calm about it. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay. I looked at the wall with mm-hmm. one light source from one angle yeah. and I had two shadows, I would be flipping out. <laughs> yes, for I sure. I would run and stay in the light. And, and and never leave because yes. that's because that's I'm I'm afraid now. With that said, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to be Mr. Negativity here. That's oh, right. Wow. I didn't really enjoy it. 
The what? first no, chapter. What about it? Didn't you the not first like? chapter I liked better than the second one. Really? I did not enjoy the second chapter at all. I it just seemed the opposite for for me. It just seemed like it was all it was all narrative, and it was all first person narrative for me. It was like you know I was this, I was that, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue. It wasn't you know really illustrated by the action. Um, and the second the second chapter, which we'll probably talk a little bit more about, just it seemed just like okay, well we have to do this thing and. Now we found this awesome thing, and that's the end. Um, the first one was a little bit more interesting because it's a little bit of mystery and stuff right. like that, yeah. so I'll, I'll go along with it for that. I got really excited towards the end of the first chapter because I saw these really creepy, ominous-looking birds. Oh, yeah, that bird, that bird that was awesome. Bird. Yeah, that bird was pretty crazy. Yeah. Amount to nothing, <laughs> at least in this chapter. And well, I was just chapter, like, oh, man, yes. the bird's going to do something. And then it does nothing, and I was just like, I feel really let down. I feel like, and I haven't read this comic, but but I mean, it's it's the first of a, of a web comic. Which yeah. the the nice thing about web comics is it has usually the, if it's been going on for a while, there's hundreds of pages, thousands of pages, depending. But I feel like the birds and like the the shadow and the fact that the shadow had friends and she helped the shadow and things like that is sort of like planting seeds for future stories for right. things to happen in the future. Yeah, I, I also liked. I think the reason maybe that. Chewie's a little bit uh, against it, but it seems like he might like a little bit more. It kind of feels like it's very, very kid friendly. Feels oh, like yeah. it's very yeah. like, not, oh, like, sure. like well, oh yeah, like, I'm not, but not like dumbed down. No, 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 but not dumbed down. I'm just saying it feels like what you're expecting is all right. Those vultures are gonna rip that that shadow's face off, right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> maybe maybe it's the metal kid in me. No, I think no. so. I mean, I'm not against it. I just it, it's not you know really. It wasn't really intriguing right. to me. Um, okay. It was one of those things where I'm just like, oh, there's gonna be something about those birds. Like they're gonna. I thought like. Oh, maybe they're like watching. They're like spying on the little robot or whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, when that like headmaster guy comes out, he's like, "What are you doing out here?" And she's like, yeah. "Oh, I just got lost or whatever." Yeah, like I thought they were gonna like report back to him, being like, "She's lying." Or I, something w- like that. I was, um, I was really like kind of hesitant to to like only give you guys the first two chapters yeah. because Ryan, you're totally right in the sense that it is setting up for a lot of different stuff. Currently, the the comic is running forty five chapters long. Wow. And still going. Um, oh, there you go. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to cover there. Mm-hmm. Um, Chewie, you may like some of the later stuff. Yeah. Um, because it starts tying in. Uh, so let's talk about the second chapter. Yeah. They have mythology homework. Yes, mm-hmm. which I love Greek mythology like nobody's business. Yes. So the second I saw that, I'm like, yes, please. And, and, you'll, and they go looking for uh, Minotaur stuff, and they end up finding a Minotaur in a labyrinth. Dude, and they um, end up finding a hidden library, which hidden libraries, like finding hidden doors yeah. and then like hidden libraries. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's like the stuff of that Ryan's dreams are made. No, all, <laughs> exactly. All of that stuff was awesome. It's just, right. It felt like for me, the payoff in that one wasn't as big as it could have been. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. In that it was all like, it felt like half the time in that chapter, it was just like, well, exposition on the Minotaur and like, yeah, I know you got to do it for the people who aren't familiar with it, but it just seemed like most of it was just telling you what a Minotaur is and what the legend of the Minotaur is without again, showing you right. what yeah. it is. It's just like, but you know, I, it's one friend telling another, but instead of having that narrative occur while you see that image happen, you just, you just see them actually talking right. about it, you know? And uh, so think about it this way in that second chapter, I totally agree. It falls flat a mm-hmm. little bit at the end. But think about everything leading up to that. Yeah. And if you're trying to describe a place that is 
pretty much indescribable. You have to show everybody what it looks like. Right. There's a there's a library, and oh well, this school's mostly about science, and that plays a big part later, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, oh, then there's a hidden library, and then there's a labyrinth in the hidden library, yeah. and everything up to that point is just filling you in and getting you a little more immersed in the world. And then he kind of wraps it up at the end with this little, you mm-hmm. know, joke. Um, Ian, to your point, um, did you like the page describing the myth then? Yes. I, I, I like the, I like the look of that. What, the one where the Minotaur describes it or no, <laughs> well, I, I, I did like the one where the Minotaur <laughs> describes it because I don't know if you guys noticed this and I think maybe Chewie picked yes, up on this. Yes, yes, did you catch the yes. subtle Ren and Stimpy uh-huh, joke the in there? Stimpy joke. Yes. That's what I was <laughs> so good with the, with the, with where he's talking about like how, um, yeah, how he ruined his birthday party like and then he just, whole no, sir, I don't like it. I'm like, oh my god! It's it's like the horse yeah, from Red and Stimpy. It was. Like, yep. oh. I'm like, it even looks a, like it. It's a great. It's a, yeah. And that's what I'm like. I know what you're doing here, and I like what you're doing. Um, I think I think I was kind of on Chewie's bandwagon at first. I thought I wasn't sure where where to go with this, but once that first story ended, I'm like, oh, it's this sort of book. It's not a right. like this is gonna be dark and not creepy. It was like, oh, it feels like it's gonna have that darker element, but there's gonna be just like here's a simple little story and here's another one. And here's another one. maybe and maybe um, it seems like yeah, there are planting seeds for later. Yes, so for sure. I would definitely continue to read it. I'd give it another two, another two. And I'm since it's page by page, I could even be like, I don't like this anymore and stop. Or I could just binge on it, like you're saying, which is nice. The cool thing about webcomics is they're always free. Yeah. Um, you All you have to do is uh, go to the website and start reading. You can stop whenever you want. You can uh, do what I do and stay up until 3 a.m. when you find a really good one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of wanted to jump back on what Chu was, yeah, yeah. was talking about. I think I know kind of what you're saying about how they don't show they tell there's a lot like these first two issues clearly it's new so there's a ton of exposition like explaining right. things but a lot of it is just blocks of text you know and this and this isn't like a chris, a chris claremont comic book in the, about the <laughs> like they could be like showing the minotaur and a labyrinth or like and it has like a picture of the minotaur but it's like it's, it's like a there static, are a lot of times where it's it. where it's talking heads where it doesn't have to be the one of the there's a one of the thing about comic books and somebody said this and I don't know exactly, but there's not like, you're not going to go over budget by drawing a different picture. You know, there's, right. there's not special effects in a comic book. You just draw what you want to draw. So instead of having people talking about what's happening, you can just draw what's happening. Right. Do you think a lot of that though, with a web comic like this is related due to time and release date? Like they're like, okay, oh, yeah. I want to put this out, but drawing a whole Minotaur scene like that is going to ca- t- take me more time. Well, I mean, so in order to appease the, like the people who are reading this, do I, put a bunch of exposition or I just draw the characters talking about it or do I draw it and, and take more time? I feel like that's the one thing I will say that I kind of, now that you kind of explained this way, that's the one thing that I kind of took away from it is it feels like we are on a little bit of a time crunch, not in a bad way. I, I still enjoyed it, but I understand. I think that to me is what explains why you guys are feeling no, I that mean, way. I, I understand that, but I mean like in, in where she's first talking about, uh, and her name is antimony, right? Antimony. Antimony. Yeah. Um, where she's first describing the Minotaur, uh, the myth, you know, y- you have this like awesomely drawn Minotaur yeah. like, right here. Uh-huh. So there was obviously a lot of time invested in that. I'm not saying draw it all like that, like draw it in, in the style of the rest of the book or whatever. But it, like Ryan said, I think he hit it on the nose for me. It's just it, it's a lot of talking heads and text blocks. But we're not seeing a lot of the school. We're not, you know, seeing what they're talking about. Again, if you're going to do a lot of narrative and stuff like that, which sometimes you have to do. Yeah, you do have to do exposition. But, you know, I show what's going on. I did like the little um, thing where they see the little labyrinth on the wall. Yeah. I don't know why. Just that little map. 
Yeah. I really like that. And yeah. then like the but, Greek drawing at the bottom of that page where yeah. it's like showing like the guy going to attack the Minotaur and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I just, w- I would have loved more of that kind of stuff and less of the like, this school is really scary and more of like showing the school being scary. I get you. The, the, I, I guess I sympathize with it in the sense that I've attempted a comic, uh, a comic of this sort, like mm-hmm. doing full page story driven um, comics on, on a updating schedule. And Ian, you're totally right. Yeah. Update schedules are brutal. Oh yeah. When yeah. you like, I have to. All I have to do is get one page done. But in like, I mean, keep in mind this is the first and second chapter. So mm-hmm. when he started this, he probably kind of had a vague idea of where to go. And then you have to plan it, and then you have to sketch it, and then you have to color it, and then you have to release it. And well, and oh, yeah. If you're updating at least twice a week, that gives you three days per page. Yeah, you to get it's it a lot of fully time. done. And I, I mean, I've done it. And it's hard. Yeah, yeah um, I don't doubt well, it. I believe. It. I mean, it's tough enough to get this comic, this comic podcast. Yeah, on it's a tough schedule, enough. And like, we record once every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you got to edit it and you got to put it up. And I mean, make sure outside. There's a lot of work that goes into this sort of stuff. Yeah, this like this page right here. It's the page where she's talking about uh, her mother mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, I think this page is. I really liked this page because of the way it flows. There's a lot of exposition yeah. where she's telling the story of of what happened and how she ended up at the school. And, you know, at first you see her and her friend walking, you know, in like a wide shot and then a close up of her face, her friend. And then you see what looks like a little flashback, a a very simple, it's very plain. It's not like it's super detailed of her and her mom and her dad. And then a little flashback of her and her mom. And then it brings it back to the present all the while she's filling this in on the info. I think that that's kind of like if it was more like this flow of this one page of this type of page. Um, I probably would have been a little bit now with that said, you know, this person's putting out this comic and I haven't even written a first draft of some of the scripts that I want to do. So I can't sit here and be like, Oh, this is terrible. Like I said, not that I'm saying it's a bad book or that I'm against it. Just, it didn't really pull me in. If you know, you gotta say like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it gets better. I can make it my new year's resolution to give the books <laughs> more chances I, and, um, yeah, you know, yeah. actually commit to reading them further. That's going to be my new year's resolution. <laughs> I highly recommend if you guys, is this interest to you at all to just keep reading? Um, it unfolds in a way that I haven't seen a lot of web comics get in depth into a narrative like this one does. Um, it incorporates a lot of different other mythological features into a very coherent storyline mm-hmm. um, with characters that have very different builds than I've seen before. Um, and the art gets a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, think about it this way. If he's updating two or three times a week, that means he's drawing every day. So yeah. when you get up to 45, chap- chapter 45 yeah. or whatever, it's a lot more practice. it looks so much better. Um, that I have being noticed said, that with web comics, kind of in general, when you get yes. to the later, the later ones, you're like, oh wow, they they get a lot better drawing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's almost like an experiment and an improvement. You're like, you're like, I'm going to start this, and then the more you do it, the more that you're for- forced to do that schedule, the more you get better at your page layouts, the more you get better at that art, at your art style, the more you define yourself a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm talking like I, I don't really read many web comics, but yeah. that's just putting it together in my mind as we're talking about. You're I'm totally like, well, right. I'm, I'm trying to figure this stuff out. So yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely like that. I, I definitely thought. Um, I mean, overall, I would definitely give another another issue or two um, as far as, well, the breakdown of each little chapter. Right, yeah. Um, I think this would be really good. Like, I could see, like, somebody who's like, oh, I have a, you know, nine or ten-year-old daughter, and she really mm-hmm. wants to read comics. Like, this yeah, is good perfect. For that, for yeah, sure. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. gothy. Yeah, a little so bit gothy. If I did want to give this another chance yes. and keep true to my New Year's resolution, <laughs> where where could um, where could I read this? 
Um, I got the website right here and make sure I don't screw this up. Uh, it is gunnerkrig.com. G-U-N-N-E-R-K-R-I-G-G.com. Cool. Cool. And there's a link at the, uh, at the bottom of the podcast, uh, episode that where you can get it. If you go to our, uh, fourcolorpod.com. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, so moving on, I will introduce, uh, my book, uh, this time, uh, which is a book, uh, called Saga. Um, it is an image comic book. Um, it is written by, uh, Brian K. Vaughn, uh, who is most well known for why the last man and lost and, and lost as well. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. He wrote like the second or third season. Of lost. Oh, wow. I really? really? I enjoyed Jeez. that show. And um, also that Stephen King show under the dome oh really that's right that's right um and also uh, drawn by fiona staples whose art style i really really like um kind of nice. give you kind of a brief idea there's a lot of exposition in this book you meet a lot of characters but basically the gist of it is i mean saga is a very appropriate title for the type of story that we were about to tell um it's uh it's two rivaling like kind of clans of aliens and and this uh couple one from each side is given birth to a uh kind of a, a, a baby really it's a half breed it is a half breed <laughs> So um, I will like a Romeo Juliet sort, sort of, of yeah. Except and for they did it and they have a baby now. Yeah, yeah. and it's they it's. I will I will die. warn you. There's right. a lot of there's themselves. there's a lot of foul language in this book and a lot of nudity. Yes. Um, <laughs> so there's just FYI. So all those all the boobs that Alan wanted stuff. last week, I came to you this week, buddy. You got them. Um, <laughs> yeah, things in the in terms of breastfeeding that's super sexy. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> true. Um, but yeah, it's and it follows uh, the, the these three on kind of like a, their adventure. It kind of just really starts starts in this issue, but it goes further and further as we go on um, it gets more and more complex we meet more and more characters um, uh, they're also hunted by a couple bounty hunters there's there's a lot that's it's put out there and it's all kind of told through um, a yeah, third per- I would I would say I guess third person narrative I guess I don't know a better way to describe it through um, the baby as she is an adult kind of recounting the tale of how her parents you know how she came to be um, but uh, I'm interested to see what you guys think. I know a couple of you maybe have read the first issue already, so maybe it was a reread for you. But um, what did you guys think? I'm actually almost caught up with this book. I'm maybe three or four issues behind right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been reading it for a while. I had a friend at work uh, who was like, you need to read this book. You need to read Saga. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'll, I'll look at it. And then like every week he's like, hey, did you read Saga yet? And I was like, no. And finally I did. And I was like, oh, this is why Louis was freaking out about this because yes. it's fantastic. Yes. Um, let me yeah, just say, so the book starts. He told, me, he told me to read it too. The book starts literally <laughs> with with a with a woman giving birth as yes. someone who's been yep. present for two babies being born. It is incredibly accurate. She is <laughs> she is mostly concerned. So so to set up the scene, they're uh-huh. they're in a mechanics office. They're like in a in a garage, mm-hmm. and um, she is on a table, and he is sort of looking up her dress, checking the you know what's happening, and she is mostly concerned with whether or not she's pooping. <laughs> and and she, she asked it about times. it several times and he's like, yeah. No, you're beautiful. She's like, I'm not gonna be beautiful to you when I poop on you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and let me just tell you how incredibly accurate that is. That that whole poop that concern and, and, and all of that, that definitely is is something that is a uh, a present issue when when a woman is is pushing a baby out of her body. Honestly, one of my favorite first lines that I've read in a book in a long time. This also was a reread for me. I'm not going to lie. I've only ever read the first issue. I haven't read past it, but um yeah, just that first line and you cleaned it up very nicely there. It's funny how you can clean poop up. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of experience. Yeah, he does. <laughs> there you go. See. Um no, but I I really love how they did the um the narrative or, or, or the captions or whatever you want to call them, the overarching, like you said, the third person narrative in it, how it's not boxed. It's not in a bubble. It's free floating. 
And the, they, just the, the, the lettering yeah. choice they made for it. Right. I really like that in the way that it's free-flowing and it all depends on where it sits. The, I, like, some I really of the, like that. Some of the words, um, the lettering in this book, are less... They're less... Uh, uh, I mean... <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I was trying to show Alan a particular panel in this book. You'll know it involves two robots. We'll just put it that way. Gosh, <laughs> two robots just making connections. Making making connections. Um, <laughs> or trying to. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks. Now everybody's just Let's showing all, me. Let's all right, all I'm going to interrupt. So I was, I was just reading. It. There's, a, there's a part at the end in the back matter of the book um, where they talk about the lettering of the book. And uh-huh. it was professionally lettered. But all of Hazel, who is the narrator, of yes, the book, correct. Uh, all of her narration was done by Fiona Staples, the artist. Yeah. Oh, cool. So she wrote in all of that narration because it's just part of the art. It's not mm-hmm. in bubbles. It's not mm-hmm. in boxes. And then somebody else came in and lettered the rest of the book. Mm-hmm. That's it's, really interesting. So I was just trying to, uh, to finish my thought there. It's it's less of like here's some lettering. Sorry about the robots. And it, it's fine. <laughs> and then. Uh, it's fine, <laughs> and then it's more. It's more part of the background. It's more part of the art. the The lettering is like uh, yeah. when Hazel is talking, mm-hmm. and it's her. It's her. It's like there's the the one page with the planets yeah, that says no, my mother's yeah. from here, I my father's that. from here, and the lettering is just surrounding the planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's less like here's an arrow. This is where she came from. Exactly. But it's it's more part of the artwork itself. That's the it's best very. Way to put it. It's it's so cool. It, it, it that was awesome. Um, as simple as it was, that last page, um, just that one line, uh, I'm not going to say it, just, just in case you haven't read it out of river. But the way it's laid out, it's perfect because it does have an element of romance, but definitely an element of fear in it as well. Um, and every single part of of this last page contributes to both of, of those um, mm-hmm. feelings. Like It's not like, oh, well, this one thing represents romance but this one thing represents fear it's like when you look at it as a whole I, I'll be honest with you I didn't realize everything that was in there the mm-hmm. first time that I read it I thought it was mm-hmm. just like oh it's just this but then looking at it the other way I'm like oh it could also be taken another way but it's just um, it's very simplistically done I, I love the art in this it's beautiful mm-hmm. it looks really good what do you guys think about I mean just because I was thinking about it I know that you probably will agree or like at least what do you guys think about the character of the will I'm just curious I hate him Really? Not not as like I hate him as in like I like uh, that the whole duo him and, and Lion Cat. <laughs> uh, uh, before I before I continue, I was uh, uh, on campus uh, last couple weeks ago last month. Uh, some guy had a Lion Cat T shirt. Yes, that was just the Lion Cat. Lying, and it just says lying. lying. Nice. You're like you like comics. I like. <laughs> I'm like hey, you, nice told shirt. Him, you told him about the podcast, right? This is before we started the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, sorry. Why go didn't fi- go find him? <laughs> hunt him down. Go back in time. Find him. <laughs> Great. Eliminate past Alan also while you're there. Yes. Uh, Or tell him he's been replaced by Larry. What I would do is I would. (laughs) What I would do is I'd go back even farther and tell myself, hey, you can finish school on time if you stop messing around. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a different podcast where we talk about the things we would do if we could tell our past. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but uh, the will is like. It's weird because he seems like a I'll do anything for money Han Solo dirtbag, but then he starts talking about like morality in the sense of when uh, he has to blow up this giant creature and he's like, you made me kill that beautiful creature for your stupid test or whatever. Yeah. It seemed kind of uh, conflicted. So at the moment, I'm skeptical of him and therefore I hate him. (laughs) I'm really glad that you said that you brought up Han Solo because the thing that the only consistent description I've seen of this book is... A space opera. Yeah. 
yeah. uh, which which yeah. is also it used totally to is. describe Star Wars. Oh yeah, because it's it's it, it is a saga, hence the yes, the name. which oh. is a perfect title for this. But I mean, like. <laughs> It, Star Wars is basically the only real frame of reference because mm-hmm. it's this sort of epic story about with with tons and tons of backstory. Which luckily, at least uh, at this point, Brian K. Vaughn hasn't decided to write a prequel and have like Jar Jar Banks or whatever. But um, <laughs> we don't talk about that. Lion that man's rambling. Lion kitten. Lion kitten. Um, Lion kitten. <laughs> oh, I want that Lying. on his shirt. Um, <laughs> Lion kitten. It look like Fibbing. grumpy cat. And that's why <laughs> every, every time he says lying, as a little, he's playing with a little ball. Like, lying. Lying. <laughs> That's how I imagine lying kitten. <laughs> but, uh, but, Not you lying know, and, kitten, lying kitten. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, space royalty that's robots and, I, you know, I, just all kinds of, it, like, there's 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 not a lot of else. I, I was going to ask you, well, okay, that's the other character yeah. I was curious about, Prince Robot the fourth. What do you guys think of Prince Robot? What do you, uh, let me ask you this. When I first saw, read this comic, what really stuck out to me, I like the design of him. I like the design of that character. I don't know what it yeah. is. It creeped me out. He does have, he's a TV, for you guys who haven't read it, he does have, he's a TV kind of for a face. Yeah. And when you first see him, he's... Not kind uh, of. It, it, it is yeah, a TV. Yeah, it's true. But when you first see him, he's like he's less than clothed. So uh, you see... He's some, making connections. Yeah, with some his, human robot anatomy. It was like robot-esque human anatomy. And I don't know, I'm not trying to be weird or gross, but I've never really seen a robot done in that way before. So I was a little like, it took me off guard the first time I yeah, read it. I me like, sure. Whoa. Yeah, me too. I well, like it's weird because he's talking about like starting a family and stuff like yeah. that which is not like a robot thing yeah. you know they they sort of well i mean they're yeah. also doing something that's not very robot-esque and that's something that's a very human thing yeah i don't so. know what kind of robots here's, you look about on the <laughs> here's what makes here's what oh, makes this closer to a to a like a space opera type thing is so far they've introduced a few characters some of which are kind of throwaways some of which are seem to be more main characters um the main characters are all um uh, independent people. They're all independent characters, independent of the story. Yeah. You don't they, you don't associate them with a side. You associate them with their characters. So, um, you, yeah. uh, the first two, right? The the man and the woman. Mm-hmm. I totally forget. Alana and who's um, the guy's name? Marco. 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 With so you I've read see them. Issues of this. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't go the blanking. You right see now. them as well. First thing you do is you see them as parents, and then you see mm-hmm. them as lovers, and then you see them as protectors of their child. Right. Yep. It's not like they are. In fact, they're trying to get away from their races. Right. Yeah. And then you talk about. Um, uh, robot the fourth mm-hmm. and he's talking about starting a family and how he just got back from war and how it was terrible mm-hmm. so you don't see him as a general you see him as a person who went through a traumatic yeah. experience mm-hmm. and then you see the will who you know he has this giant lion cat and uh he kills a creature and he gets all upset about it so you don't see him as a soldier you see him as somebody who's doing his job yeah. mm-hmm. um so right away you have four characters who are less um, pawn pieces in this sort of I hate you, I hate you, let's kill each other thing and more of well now I see them as people and now I'm interested in see how they handle each situation that I know is going to end badly. Yeah, which I think makes sense because in a way, like obviously this book is taking place during a war but in a way this is a very not to get political but it's kind of a very anti-war book. Yeah. You yeah, know, and, and, sure. and I think that it's not only like really good storytelling and really good fiction to introduce those characters as people first and not what their activity is and, and stuff like that. But it, but it also makes you look at like war and battle. And it's like, it's not good versus evil or this guy versus this guy, red versus blue. You know, it's this person who wants to start a family and these people who, you know, and, and, and I think that, I think that humanizing elements of, of war and of battle is one way to get people to be convinced that maybe war is not, War isn't the answer, man. <laughs> hey, man, we should all just love each other and make robot TV babies, man. <laughs> um, 
I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Why did I turn into Tommy Chung, man? Um, the fir- the first time that I I read the book, um, kind of on my own, you know, I I thought, man, you know, this book looks great, um, and like the characters are kind of cool and stuff, but I, it didn't really feel like invested in it. I I mean. So much so that I haven't read the second or third issue since I've read that, and that was a while ago. But hearing you guys talk to it, and uh, especially the way that you um, talked about how all these characters are not necessarily associated with a side, you know, you you connect with them as people before uh, anything else. You know, everything else like th- their side is secondary. Um, it, you're, I'm like, wow, you know, you're right. There's a lot of depth to those characters, and you know that combined with just the pure like beauty of this book yeah i like i'm really motivated to go like actually give the second issue like a read and the third and stuff like that where i wasn't motivated to do that before in the way that you're talking about it being just like a statement you know i think um you guys you guys are you guys are unfreezing my heart here <laughs> robot wait rocket forest like rocket that, ship, like, yeah. You, you look at you look at the map and it says rocket ship forest. I'm like, boom! I need to I need to see rocket ship forest. That needs I, to I am really <laughs> curious of what rocket ship forest looks like. I yeah. mean, yeah, you should be. You shouldn't continue to read this. Book. Um, the one thing it's funny that you mentioned this because I think uh, if you guys take a look uh, online, I mean, I know we're not having in front of us, in front of us, but I don't know. This cover does a really good job of it too. But if you take a look online and look at the cover art for these books, you're absolutely oh. correct. It is about. It, it is. It is a very. The more you bring it up, the more I just think they're they're designing this subliminally to be a very character driven book. Every mm-hmm. single one of those is not a big scene of like, it's not like a Marvel book it's or, not a, like or a, a DC pen-up. book. No, it's, it's, it's just a, a character, maybe sometimes two characters interacting, but it's not like a huge battle scene. It's yeah. I, very rarely have I seen that it's usually focused on one character and they're simplistic single color. So saga, you have your character. They're beautiful looking covers like so much so that I, I'm not going to lie to you, everybody, you audience. I spent a hundred dollars to get a first print of the first issue because <laughs> I want this book so badly. And I have a feeling like this is book is going places. There's a lot of rumors out there right now that television show based off this is coming. So you're just in it for the money. No, I'm not in it for the money, but I'm just saying. Everyone Ian is in it for the money. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) I want this before the price goes up immensely like we've seen with Walking Dead. Where I know somebody who bought the first 24 issues of Walking Dead. They said, how much was it? For 100 bucks? Uh, what the guy at our comic oh, book store? He buys yeah, it, yeah. bought him for a hundred bucks, and then the oh, next yeah, year the yeah, show yeah, came yeah. out, and now the first issue of Walking Dead is like twelve hundred dollars for a first printing. Now here's the best news, though, for all you listeners out there, all of you non, all of you unofficial four color comrades out there, <laughs> um, you can actually get Saga for free on Comicsology. It's one of their free uh, first issues mm-hmm. that you can get. So the very first issue of Saga is available for free. Um, just go to the Comixology app or Comixology.com, sign up for free, and then download download that, and you can read it and judge judge it for yourself. But you don't have to spend a hundred dollars like this guy here. Yeah, that's true. If I you mean, un- unless physical, you're unless you really want that physical yeah. copy. But I think you could find that if you really like reading physical books. I know that Image put out like Image Essentials or whatever, and it's just kind of reprintings of like yeah. the first issues of a lot of their big books. Um, and so the first the first trade, the first like collection of of I think the first five or six issues is mm-hmm. it's like ten bucks. Yeah. 
So, well, I'm glad to hear that you guys actually like the book that I brought instead of them like the Joker killing people with his car. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I would. But moving on, speaking of, of image books, um, I think it's time for us to move on to Chewy's book. So, Chewy, tell us a little bit about the book that you brought. So, the book I brought is a book that I chose. I chose this book, <laughs> and hence I am bringing it. Uh, this book is, is put works? out by Image, mm-hmm. um, and it, I chose this book. Uh, <laughs> So the book Wait, that I, did you choose it? Yes, I did. I think I more did. importantly is, did you bring it? Did I, you choo choo choose it? Oh, <laughs> oh man, I like that. So the book that I brought is called "The Strange Talent of Luther Strode." Mm. Um, it's uh, written by Justin Jordan, drawn by Trad Moore, and That's colored it. by Philippe Sobiero, lettering by Steve Finch. This one came out in October of 2011, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what prompted me to actually um, read this book and seek it out and stuff like that was um, more recently, uh, this year, uh, there's been a book out called The uh, Legend of Luther Strode. And it just looked awesome and stuff. And before I picked up the first issue where I was like, I'm kind of thinking of doing that, talking with my friend uh, Evan, he said there, there was another book before it. So I kind of looked that up and I said, hey, man, I got to check that out. And I'm glad I did. It's awesome. Basically, um, in this first issue, you're kind of getting to know Luther Strode. And you kind of see where he is. It's almost a little Tarantino. You know, it's kind of tough to tell uh, within this first issue is um, the first page, you know, where does that leave you? You know, in the whole story arc of the strange talent and the legend. But um, basically, you start off kind of seeing what he ends up being. And then you kind of flash back to um, where he began, you know, his humble beginnings. And um, of course, blood and ripping and violence <laughs> yeah, it's and funny. swearing. It's funny so. that you mentioned Tarantino because yeah. the first thing I thought when I saw that was Kill Bill over the top comedic violence. Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily so comedic, but it was just like blood everywhere like jamming a guy's arm down a you thought guy's haunt rip people's heads off you just wait till you see Luther <laughs> people um, explode into more blood than exists in a normal <laughs> human body that exists in the human race as like, a whole of, of like they're, new they're, blood is created yeah so like you thought mortal combat on like sega this. genesis was bloody you just wait i just <laughs> i just noticed this i know i'm jumping ahead a little bit but i just saw this i had to mention it uh he goes to Voorhees high school yeah uh, <laughs> I did you see I, that I actually i yeah. saw that and i was this like yep that Cool. Clearly, yeah. yep. Of course, of course he does. He does. Um, I love how in not the first page, but the first splash that you get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the first page is already awesome. You know, I mean, the first line: "My name is Luther Strode, and I was just shot seven times in the chest. It hurts." And then you just see the bullets popping out of him. And he's like, I know uh-huh. the bullets are caught in my muscles. And he just like shoves them out of his chest like voluntarily. So that's already awesome. But. Um, in this whole uh, splash page, literally a splash page, a sp- splashed with <laughs> splatter, splatter page. There you go. Yeah. The splatter page. Um, I love how in the background, there's a movie poster for the Godfather. I don't know <laughs> if you guys caught that, yeah. but yeah, he literally oh, rips off that. someone else's <laughs> arm, shoves it down someone else's throat. My favorite one is he's kicking the guy in the nuts so hard. He's <laughs> yeah. not only exploding, but he's vomiting <laughs> blood violently. <laughs> It's true. Alan, it's, you just really like me adding in sound effects, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I actually, I'd like, yes. it's Also, there's a <laughs> Scarface poster in the background. That is yeah. true. That's also yeah. there. But, I see that. but I really like that page, how it does comics. 
because you look at the page at the top part of the page you see the aftermath and then in little inset panels in the bottom part of the page you see exactly what he did to totally completely right. destroy these people I, yeah. I like I like the fact that he uses one guy's arm to karate chop a other, other guy's face <laughs> into and Twain he, he chops in it twain. in twain and his eyeballs go off in seven directions <laughs> I am not surprised <laughs> I like how we all picked a di- we all looked at a different panel that really stuck out to us I didn't even notice the, the, the kicking in the genitalia area until you just pointed that out I, I was just I was too focused on the guy getting his face chopped in half I guess I guess I don't know you, I guess you, you focus in on different things the arm down his throat oh, I saw and that the too. fingers come out of the throat oh, I, like I the saw that too but, but the one that the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. The, 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 my eyes were drawn to the, the eyeballs popping off oh, with so okay 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 okay. Yeah. we get it it's bloody yes here's, it's very violent but, but I enjoyed it um the kid, right? So Luther Strode, when uh-huh. he's a when he's a scrawny little weakling, correct, and he gets this Hercules book that right. basically teaches yes. him to train his mind and his body, and then proceeds the like almost mon- it's montagical like montage. Yeah, it's montage. It's like an eighties montage, yeah. where yeah, he proceeds to just live out every fifteen year old bully kid's dream, where he yes. gets like stronger and spider senses and exactly. like beats up the high school That's his bully. Strange talent, apparently. His strange talent is being <laughs> strange. I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think I think that it really calls back to the thing. Like, let let's be honest. Like, and maybe it's not so much our generation, but the generation before when comics were first coming out, they would have ads for this sort of stuff in yeah. comics all the time. So much so that what I loved is the very end of the book. Yeah, it has uh, the little. We'll talk wanna, about yeah, 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 towards the end of, of when the end of when we're talking about. But this. like to me, that is a story that I can relate to. I know I know it sounds silly to say, and it is. Yeah, very. There's no other word for it. Comic booky. It's only going to only happen in a comic book. But I, I related to the character. I'm like, okay, I'm interested to see how he goes from this kid buying a book to get strong to chopping somebody to get somebody's face in half with another person's arm. I want to know how he gets there. <laughs> and it's funny the way that you mentioned it's kind of montagey, but to me it wasn't like a Rocky training montage where no, like all quite. of a sudden, you know, five minutes later and, and, and one power battle later, he's like, he's <laughs> I ready wish to fight Apollo battle. Creed. Need a monitor. But, like but like if you look at the page, you see him sitting there and he looks like he's going to... He's going to um, meditate and he's like, Jesus, this is stupid. And yeah, then like it, and then this. it like shows him doing all this stuff. And then at the end it says extraordinary change. And he looks in the mirror and he looks the same. He's all terrific. Like, <laughs> like I felt like, I felt like, like I was like, oh, well it didn't work. And then later clearly effects. But I was just kind of like, wait, he just did all this stuff kind of half-heartedly once. Yeah. And now well, he's like superhero. I think, yeah. I think what's really cool about really it. Hero. I think what's really cool about it too, though, was I, I think it's all summed up in that little Hercules method thing where it says align your body, your mind and your soul. Is it? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's trying to stress the fact that it's not only a physical change that happens, right, that, yeah. you know, because of that other things. And I, and they, they do leave it a little bit open-ended here. You're like, what exactly is happening? Mm-hmm. You kind of know where it ends up. You're wondering what happens to get there. But one more thing before we talk a little bit more about the book and the story, I just love that it's so clearly obviously done by comic book lovers because yeah. um, when you're in, in, in their room, in his room, he's got a hundred bullets poster, 100 bullets poster. <laughs> he's got on his bed an X-Men poster or an, or an X-Men comic. And I just thought that was really cool. But, um, and then obviously the thing at the end that we'll talk about, but uh, what'd you guys think about, the story in general, we know it's bloody. We know yeah. it's a little bit kind of like what's going on, but what, what else? I enjoy that there was for a book that is uh, what, what I'm assuming is going to be a very action packed, violent book. A lot of humor in this like, mm-hmm. and a lot of like innocent humor. Nothing really like, 
I mean, there, there are some is some language in there, but like the one thing that stuck out to me and that I loved was the um, the thing where he's in the hallway with the talking to the girl that he likes, and the football player tells him that his uh, manly parts are not very big, and the girl makes the girl makes a joke back at him, and his only takeaway from that whole experience was uh, he says something like, "Don't think your girlfriend can get away with that," you know, expletive. This isn't over, and his fir- his response to that his takeaway was girlfriend. Like yeah. Yeah. she is like, really? You think yeah. so? Like that? I, I don't know. Well, I, but from a, a high school kid who was awkward and, and, and I can was. relate to this and still is. <laughs> well, he's not, I think he's not ladies. a high school kid anymore. Or yeah, is true. I think the, well, I think the story is, guys, yeah. I think the story is very relatable to any yeah. nerd in high school. And no, that's the whole point it was written, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's sort of like you take any Linkin Park song and you play it in the background, it's going to match up perfectly. Oh, come on, man. Don't compare this to <laughs> Linkin Park. I'm pretty no, no, sure, no, no. I'm pretty sure if you played Meteora backwards. He's talking about the angst. If, yeah, I'm pretty sure if you played Meteora backwards, it would be this comic book. And it would just be like... It is, <laughs> I liked um, it more than Linkin Park. Uh, nobody likes it. So, uh-huh. hey, can we talk about like the guys spitting teeth? And yeah, like, yes. Stuff? What, like, I was... I didn't understand. I was, what was confused. Going on. Uh, that part is Chewy. Well. I assume you've read more of this. Can you give us something there? Cause Are you talking what? about when he's like fighting him in the in the bathroom? No, no. it's no, another like, flash forward. Oh, like oh, the, the f- other dudes. Yeah, yeah, the other yeah, dudes. The yeah, other that, guys. That was the just seems like what was thing. that little creepy? I think that at least for me was like the oh, there's something more to this than that. I don't. I want to know. This is weird and yeah, messed up it, looking. What is it's this? It's a little. It's a little seed they're planting. It's a little bit more. You know, and and he says, you know, I have the perfect candidate. So you clearly assume that he's talking about. Luther, yeah, mm-hmm. or maybe someone that's going to be important to Luther or something like that. But it's not very, it's not explained very clearly. You just see that there's someone else that seems to have the abilities that it, he displays at the beginning of the book. Um, you know, when he's super buff and stuff like that. So you're kind of thinking, you know, maybe this is going to be his rival or someone that you know who who knows exactly what's going on. But that guy definitely gives off the va- the vibe of a uh, bad guy. You know, so plus he has a to, bow tie. Yeah, and bow ties are make people seem like what's going on? I yeah. don't know. This guy could be evil. Bow ties are cool. Yes, they are. They um, are. so can I quote a vocab word then? What we'll use for the show? Um, whenever we have a, a seed that's planted, can we start referring to it as the vulture on the bridge? Because that's what you. <laughs> 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 the vulture on the bridge. I like that. Yes. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> the, so the vulture uh, on the bridge of this issue is those guys like that look like they're in like some sort of spider lair somewhere. A lot of well, allusions to Spider-Man in this book, and then like the the like <laughs> but the I like, like him. bearded, um, I can't think of the word. The bearded bow tie guy with the blood, yes, who's like covered in because he shows yes. up a couple. He shows he up again Covering. later in like a completely different scene, and you're like, correct. Uh, like I just it. He seems like a bad guy. I'm sure it makes sense reading through, <laughs> no. but but in this one issue, it just seems like a, okay. Clearly, something else is going on, but yeah. Like, and, what is and I was part of me was curious because you see like that like clearly his mom has been through something and, and I'm assuming something with his dad yeah, and, divorce, yeah. like, and his mom is has an injury on her hand and she's afraid of being left alone. He's afraid of leaving her alone. You're like, yeah. oh, is this guy's dad? And, and it's it's I don't know. It left me see, thirsty even, for more. I didn't even think about that aspect, you know, when I was first reading it and stuff like that. But you're right. Like, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I'm getting my little smirky smirk going on here. Yeah, I saw um, smirky smirk. But yeah, no, I, I do like that. Even though you know the gratuitous violence and and swearing, um, 
none of it really seems out of place. No. It all seems like it fits where it fits. You know, the swearing happens, you know, in the altercation with the bully. And it's, it's not, usually coming from Well, and the, the way teenagers right. swear is yeah. pretty much exactly like that. I remember being in high Exactly. School. You know, it's just, it's not like they're, he's sitting there talking to his mom, just cussing up a storm. It's not like pigs where it was like every other yeah, word. Exactly. <laughs> it seemed, it seemed realistic. All right. Well, I mean, I know you might have said you wanted to mention something. I think about the last page of the book. Did you, I mean, I, I really, enjoy, I like the little last little, the little um, ad at the end, the Hercules method ad. It, it it does seem like something out of those comic books from, you know, the the sixties and from the fifties and like the the Silver Age of comics. It seems like something you'd see in the back with along with the X ray specs, so you can see through girl shirts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody talking gets about the one. panel right before that, where yes. he like. Kills the bully? Oh, well, he does. I don't think he kills him, does he? I, I just kind of look at his face. No, he, he's coming off. He doesn't <laughs> kill him. He just he just punches. He just him. punches he, him so hard that a, he spits he's blood spin, out like he's a super spinning soaker. around. He's spinning around. It's a yeah. lot of blood. It is. Well, yeah. I mean, you know that anything that uh, I love that everybody's reaction on that page is the exact same thing. Yeah. Holy crap! But they don't say yeah. crap. They don't say crap. They yeah. say a word that sounds like ship. <laughs> but <laughs> you came really closer. Um, but, um, no, I did, I did really like that little ad and the fact that on the bottom left corner it says mail in the coupon and then that's already cut out. But yeah. You see, yeah. And you I see, missed that. How did I miss and that? You, and you see behind it like the page. a panel, yeah, like the a back. page, yeah. Like a yeah. panel. It's, it's awesome. And then in, in the actual Adam, the ad itself, when he punches the dude, the dude's head explodes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, and the ad, and I, I, I like is his, that kid. It's little Luther. Yeah, exactly. I won't say the line of dialogue there, but read the book, the line of dialogue. <laughs> As he as he punches that guy's head explodes, um, is pretty fantastic. Wow, yes. I, I, just, I just read that right now. <laughs> it's really right, well, hang on, hang on. So, what do you guys think? Do you guys think um, you're gonna check out the next issue, or I will? You, you sold you've sold a copy for me because I, I I I like I like you also enjoy. I don't mind violence so much. I love Tarantino and I love like extreme violence like this. I'm okay with it. Yeah. And I like, it's kind of superhero esque, kind of Spider-Man esque. So it resonates with me there. I definitely am interested to find out more. You've been telling me to read this series for a while. Um, saying like, you should try, you should try it. I'm like, okay, now that you forced my hand and made me do it, I will yeah. continue to read it. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you guys have, uh, the, the next copy and stuff like that. So you can, if you can put it in out. my hand, I will read it. All right. Yeah. The but X-Files. I mean, other than that, I'm not entirely sure I go out and, and finish it. It does seem intriguing. Fair enough. Um, if, uh, if it's easy access, yeah, I'll definitely read it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to read Fair it. Fair enough. enough. I'm curious to know what happened. The, the X-Files part of me, the part of me that watches X-Files every night, uh, really <laughs> is curious to know like, whoa, like how what did he get in that next? situation where he yeah. had to totally disembowel those guys? <laughs> exactly. You're, you're like, okay, how right. did we get there? Well, let's go ahead and uh, karate chop a man through the face. Uh, where Here's my issue this week. I guess that's a ham-fisted <laughs> ham way of saying that here's my issue is now complete for this uh, this episode or issue or whatever it is. And we're let's moving. pummel it into oblivion. More yes. puns. More puns. Give us more. Let's get what else do we have? <laughs> uh, <laughs> more like more pun. Yeah. Uh, and that, see, you get what you pay for. Yep. Um, Which is free. Yes, yeah, free this podcast. is free, guys. Um, so let's move on to uh, First Prince. Uh, so uh, as you guys know or don't know, uh, Chewie's been uh, kind of uh, getting up to date with some uh, major comics. We this week decided to finish up uh, Dark Knight Returns, which is a seminal Batman book. Um, we yeah, all know we seminal. won't ask Chewie about the layout. We won't ask him about all the stuff. We, we know all that from the last two times. He really likes it. But let's talk about some of the big moments, uh, Ch- Chewie. Tell us about some of the big, like, what are the big Keystone moments did in these a, last two issues of, of this? Did Chewie finish this? Yes. Yeah. We're done? Yeah. You did finish it. Totally okay. finished it. Right. Yes. Um, awesome. 
as yeah. always. These are the best two issues, I think, of the Oh, of yeah, the run. yeah. I mean, the, the, the other ones are great, but, I mean, it, well, you know, the third issue, you have uh, the Joker in yeah. there. And just that that whole interchange, just them, oh, man. And, and again, I've, I've seen the movies before and stuff like that, or and it just... It reads like when I was reading uh, fantasy basketball where it was just like, boom, 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 next mm. panel, next panel. Mm. Um, and you're just like totally caught up in the moment. And what I really love is how he threw in little bits of the little, the little uh, speech bubbles for all the people mm. in the background that are not connected to anyone. Right. That just say stuff like, oh, my. Oh, oh, there he is. Oh, oh, he's got a gun and stuff like that. And they're all saying the same thing in little bits and pieces because it really puts you in the scenario that like you're there and someone pulls a gun, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. It now, fills in like little unconsciousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. No, it, it was, it was awesome. But, um, the one thing, and I did make this comment when I watched the movie and stuff like that, that, you know, I'm kind of like, I was always like a little weird on or it was like the, the flying doll things. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like there could have been a better way to execute that. And I Maybe. know, I know people are going to be like stone him to burn <laughs> him at the <laughs> stake. To he's, be he's, fair. He's, you know, rebelling against Frank Miller, but I'm like, I understand it. It didn't make me enjoy the book less, but eh, maybe there could be another way to do that. To be fair, Frank did also give you a topless woman with swastikas on her on her lady parts. I believe on the you should refer to him as Mr. Miller. Mr. Miller, I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Miller. Sire. Did give you? He did give you that, which is like she thinks she refers to herself as like the 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 Joker's like Nazi girlfriend or yeah, something uh, like that. They refer to her as such. Forgotten about that. Yeah, um, and that's oh that and that's that that's when Superman first shows up, right? Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Wow. We come on. Read this part. God, we weren't even there yet. Actually, I'm curious. (sighs) Actually, we were because we were already talking about. Now that we're there. Well, okay. Illusions. Before before we get to before we get to the Cal L. um, (laughs) I like Superman. Do you think if there was a cow version of Superman, he'd be Cow L? There's, there's a bat there's cow. A, there's bat cow. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think. I've read. I've read DC Super Pets. I'm trying that is to think true. Of, I don't think there's a super cow. Um, you totally just like destroyed my mind. <laughs> Sorry. With that what did you guys think of of Joker on like a TV talk show? Almost kind of like a pop psychologist version of Joker. I, I like I th- that. Yeah. That, that goes back to what I like about Joker yeah. and the fact that he can play the straight man when he needs to oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and just play everybody like a puppet when, oh, it, yeah. when it suits his like needs. I can, I can imagine like an Upworthy article or a BuzzFeed article like 12 ways the Joker is always right about the way human beings are. No, yeah, I agree with you. I, I like that. I like that, that he, well, he manipulates everybody in this book and I like oh, the yeah. only person who sees it. I don't get it. I don't understand how anybody in this world would even trust him for a second is is Batman. The only person who understands seems to understand, except for I think the new commissioner, because there's a new police commissioner. I think Gordon retires, and this is Yindel, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she obviously that. is like, well, we're gonna we're gonna put some security up here. We want to make sure, but it's more like I want to make sure Batman doesn't get in there. I want to make sure the guy that can handle this crazy clown doesn't get anywhere near him. Yeah. So let's yeah. let I, him. I mean, at the beginning of this, everyone. at the beginning of this, though, you know, she's obviously of the mindset that. You know, he is not the answer and the police can take care of it. But I right. think after seeing that aftermath of what mm-hmm. happens at the, at, at the TV station, um, you know, where they're taping it or whatever, um, you know, when when they're pursuing Batman and then he says, you know, uh, so-and-so has the uh, the governor or something like that, you know, and you need to get to him because I don't have the time to do that. And obviously she understands, well, that means he's going after the Joker. And we're already kind of like on that. But she goes with his plan. 
even well, though she's yeah, taking yeah, that public stance against, and... even though she's taking that public stance against him, I think it shows that that's that's where it's turning, you know. But she still tries to make good on her promise afterwards and go after the Batman. Well, here's the thing: she, uh, to me, she represents humanity in a world where there is extra hum- uh, superhumanity. So mm-hmm. she is the last bastion of we do not need superheroes. We don't need um, these super powerful beings. They're causing all this issue. We are humanity, the, the, the civilization that has preceded all of this craziness. We can handle ourselves. We can stand up with the best of them. And she's trying yeah. to prove that. So yeah. it's, it's less of, um, to me anyway, it's less of a I'm the police commissioner, herp, herp, mm-hmm. and more of um, a philosophical view of humanity versus what do what what do humans do when they're when they're faced with something that is out of their control and yeah. they're completely out of their league mm-hmm. and one of those people when one of those when one of those uh, superhumans looks you in the eye and says you need to go do this you're not going to argue with them yeah you're just doing the best you can to keep afloat and even the strongest person is going to do that in that situation yeah that's that's totally right i agree um and speaking of strong uh you know strong people like that you know uh good old ronnie calls in you know um <laughs> soups, soups. <laughs> calls in soups but i love i love this page where you first see page. um you yeah. know clark uh standing there with bruce and he's just like butterflies butterflies and, the and there's like, an eagle flying yes around. it's very american i like that when you say ronnie calls in soups i like to imagine him like calling the white house kitchen like well yeah. i'd like some split yeah. pea and maybe some ham in there well, <laughs> he's maybe. calling in soups oh come on he's uh <laughs> oh he bad. likes he I'll, seems like a split I'll pea i side though we all know that today. he's eating spam more than he's like <laughs> no he's jelly beans jelly beans. i went to a restaurant today and it said on their chalkboard soup of the day beer <laughs> what restaurant was this? Slater's fifty fifty. Oh, oh, excellent. I need to go there again. They don't serve um, soup. <laughs> the um all comedy aside though, um I one of my favorite uh panels was um where right before uh Joker goes into the house of mirrors and you know he's uh got the smoke um whirling around and all that stuff and um he's taking like a hostage with a gun to her head mm-hmm. and um you know, Batman is just there and, you know, he thinks, you know, no, Joker, you're playing the wrong game, the old game. And he just throws the batterings like at him and yeah. just like, because there's one panel in between. You see him holding him. You see the Joker holding the gun to the person. And then you just see him hitting him in the face and getting stuck in in, in Joker's face. And again, even though I've seen this before, mm-hmm. it's it's doing. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, he did it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just like really... I, I don't know. It, ha- it has that moment of like a shock value. And one more thing too about that. It was where he runs into the house of mirrors. I yeah. don't know if you guys ever noticed this. He, t- he picks up a kid yep. and the kid's shirt says Irvine, California. Whoa. Oh, that's Pass it around. Pass it around. Check it out. For those of you I've who been are there. not familiar that's with us where we as live. people. That's uh, where we live. It's pretty much why Frank Miller. Why did you do that? <laughs> I don't that know. is awesome. a good question. What is, <laughs> that's great. What is the it's story with that? Depending kid? on where you buy the comic book. Uh, no, I just I downloaded <laughs> it. <on> <laughs> I'm on pretty sure. Um, no, well, the, the thing that he did, I don't know if you picked up in this, but they didn't really touch on in the movie. It, you know why he's throwing batterings? This guy just killed a bunch of children. He yeah, just murdered yeah. children. Yeah, they, they left that part out of the movies. Where yeah, because all too violent. Cub Scouts. Right. Yeah, he gives them all poison, cotton candy, if I remember correctly, and then Joker gasses everybody. But my favorite little line, they say it in the 
movie too. And in the movie, it's great because it's Ben Linus of of Lost saying yeah. it, he, and it adds a little bit of it. Uh, he adds "Are you" to it, but he just it says in the book here, "Out of your mind." But in the book, he reads it like, "Are you out of your mind?" Because he has like batarang sticking out yeah. of his face. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, and the other the little part that I I, I love just is the, the yeah word how that how that third issue ends. Oh with. yeah. The Joker in the in the cave in the tunnel oh, yeah. of love, you know, and what an appropriate place for them to end it because yes, right. it is a relationship in a way. With, it is a love, you know, mm-hmm. the Batman. You know, he right. calls him darling all the time. But <laughs> it's weird. Um, no, 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 I mean, he he's in love with having sure. you know that that foe there. Um, but just those last few panels where he's just straining all his might, you know, and, and laughing. It's like I I didn't even read it. I didn't even have to. I just, I was hearing it and seeing it. Mm-hmm. It was like to the point where I'm like, oh man, that's so heavy. And you yeah. know, that one, I'll leave a little spoiler free for those of you yeah. who have been naughty that haven't read it. Yes. There is that one little moment in the fun house though, uh, that, uh, that actually I will say this is the one little moment where, where Ryan Batman meets Frank Miller, Batman, which is when this kid tells Batman to go kick the Joker's well butt we'll say mm-hmm. and Batman's response is watch your language son <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that that fight is as epic in there now the only more epic fight is where he actually goes up against soups oh, goes yes. up against soups and if you didn't already know that shame on you I got Even a job you... because of this book really did you really once once tell I was it, tell it. I was interviewing somewhere and they're like all right and so like the interview had gotten beyond the part where it was technical and they were asking me like, what's your favorite movie? I was like, Oh, Lord of the Rings. And it turns out the person who was hiring me loved Lord of the Rings. So that was an in. And they're like, Oh, well, you know, who's your, who's your favorite superhero? I was like, Oh, it's Batman. And they're like, Oh, Batman. And I'm like, yeah, Batman can beat Superman. He can beat anybody. And they're all Batman can't beat Superman. I'm all, you just what you, you want to talk about this proof. right now? Batman can beat Superman, and we like went over and With I basically went into arrow. what happens, <laughs> what happens here. And, and, so and so then what happened was the person who was interviewing me was like, all right, we need to go talk to the head of the department. So we go into the, the office of like the head of this place that's going to hire me. And the, and the first thing he says, this guy says Batman beat Superman in a fight. And that, and that was my first conversation with the, wow. with the guy who was the head of the department. Did you show him? Did you like be like, here's the proof? And not only is it Batman, but it's old man Batman. Yeah. Your move. Yeah, <laughs> um, although he did partner with one of my other favorite like yeah. like second tier DC characters that a lot of people now are coming into love of, um, which is the green arrow, otherwise known as sexy arrow for you guys who watch the arrow television program. 2013 really has been like 2013, 2012 really year of archery. Yeah, really. It's true. Isn't it? Like Katniss, Hawkeye, yeah, hot guy, walking dead. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of archery going on. You're right. But yeah, no, with the help of, of the green arrow, which I love, I love Oliver queen so much. Oh yeah. Brave. (laughs) <laughs> brave too wow um, about that. before we get to throwing fisty cuffs with bats and soups yeah um i Playing did this I, old schoolyard game i did like the um how uh superman starts looking all decrepit and stuff like that oh yeah you know because of the sun being blocked out and stuff and he, he looks like a zombie like like something otherworldly yeah, and i don't know why i just like maybe it's because i don't like superman so i'm like <laughs> yeah look at him all weak and <laughs> but he does take i like that he takes the power from the earth he literally touches earth and is like but it's our i'm killing your trees that's our earth uh, and i'm seeing the panel you're looking at right now i have comments about that but but you talk first <laughs> 
Superman, Superman, um, bef- like leading up to the fight, you know, yeah. like before that, where he's like taking control of the city and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but where Batman's taking control of the city because a massive power outage because a bomb almost yeah, hits Gotham City, the yeah. electromagnetic pulse. And Superman, this is my defense of Superman, Batman could not handle a, a, a crisis like that. You need Superman to divert that bomb in that yeah, amount of time, that's true. So, there is a Superman type task. This is what I'm trying to explain to you, like. Batman is great, and I love Batman more than anything in the Batman's world. Batman's great. You know this. <laughs> but that's guys. a Superman task, and I, I, this is going to bring a whole separate argument. But I, And I know we're going to say the Dark Knight Rises, and I know you're going to say he flew it out magically, but this seems... Not magically, like, using his brain and science. Uh, and luckily, we have Superman. The, uh, the autopilot. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> oh, that autopilot? Um, he's riding a horse, which is awesome. He's like a cowboy mm-hmm. riding yeah. through the darkness and Batman that makes me love him one more. of my favorite and, images yeah exactly oh, it's beautiful that and the line where he's like where he's like um uh, and uh, correct me if i'm wrong the, the exact way he says it but the 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 mutants after they beat the mutant later they become the sons of batman they're like we're a gang but we're gonna fight bad guys too and they're all holding up guns and stuff and like we're gonna take gotham for ourselves and batman's like no like we don't use these and he holds up the gun and he goes this is the weapon of the enemy these are cl- lazy and clumsy and he like breaks it in half yeah <laughs> oh, i'm like that's so batman it's so cool i don't know why this uh, I, I could go on for too long about this now book. as for the you. actual fight i mean there's not too much to say it, it, it's batman fighting superman mm. and it's awesome and you have to read it or watch the movie or or or, or both you know both. watch the dark knight um the dark knight returns um you know animated films um i think are they yeah. on netflix they are not on netflix but you can get them on, iTunes. Them on itunes get the one them, that you want to be a real hardcore batman right. fan get the one that's two of them combined together into one but yeah it, it's, movie. it's awesome do both read it and watch it and yes. trust me it, it never gets old but um it, it's just that it's it's a super epic battle between the two but you see how it's not just about who can deliver the biggest blow too which is awesome but i yes. did like the the line that that batman throws out there he's Say like it. well no there's that line oh, but then okay. that, which i'll get to but the line that i like before that though was before he lands that first punch on superman he says it's time uh it's way past time you learned what it means to be a man and then lands that first punch on superman's face and just like he's like oh and it's just like yes <laughs> take that <laughs> kryptonian <laughs> um, but the line which i'm going to recite here just because it's it has to be done let's all bow our heads yeah, let's all bow our heads um so you know old man bruce has his foot at uh at Superman's neck at his throat and he says I want you to remember Clark in all the years to come in your most private moments I want you to remember my hand at your throat and I want you to remember the one man who beat you (gasps) if your brain is is still intact after that these two are just looking at me like it's Frank Miller Batman, dude. Chill out. But I, I can't tell you how much I love. And that associated with my memory of Comic-Con this year when they have oh, Zack Snyder come out. God. And he's like, I'm, we're working on a new, ba- a new a Superman movie, but you know, I want to give you a little taste kind of what we're, what we're kind of thinking. And they have, I can't remember the name of the actor, but I've seen him in multiple things. I think he played the general in, in Man of Steel, right? Yeah, not, not General Zod. No, the, but the, 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 military the, the military general. He comes yeah. out and he reads that dialogue. And for I had a brain fart. Like I could not remember where that was from. I was like, what is it? I mean, is it Lex Luthor? And then once he, once he says, I want you to remember the one man who beat you. I'm like, no, 
they're not doing this. They're not gonna. And then they just and lights go out, and you see the super the, little, the Superman, the new Superman symbol, and then behind it comes this like black bat symbol, and you're like, I it's just, like there for a, a split it, second, and you're like, oh my you god, can't see it because I'm wearing a sweater, but I have I have chili bumps. Yes. And then you so, guys had to change your pants. So much yeah. so, Chewie and yeah. I went and got nachos, and we had tears in our eyes, and we're like, why do we have tears in our eyes? Why are oh we so excited god, right now? You guys are yeah. such huge nerds. Oh my god. god. I, I literally <laughs> sat there and shook in silence, and like, I think Adam and Ken were there, like, are you okay? I'm like, I, I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we could we could yeah. go on. Probably anyway, so uh, at least we could. The Dark Knight Returns. Read it, and actually, it's on Comixology five ninety nine until tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow eleven p.m. Eastern. Uh, so get that cheap, or go buy it somewhere. We've reminded local you local comic book shop. Yes, we remind you multiple times on Twitter if you haven't seen this. So, uh, so I wanted to talk. I wanted to, since we've we've finished the book, right? We're sort yes, of we're it done. Absolutely. I wanted to talk about sort of the lasting legacy of Frank Miller's Batman Dark yes. Returns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have to. Yes, Alan, we have Alan, to. Alan, you don't have to say anything. Alan. I haven't this whole like 15 minutes. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this podcast is like, hey, where did Alan go? Alan, you're, the George, you're the George Harrison of this group. You want to you're go shoot some hoops. <laughs> There's like steam no, coming George out of his headphones right now. George Harrison is great. Shake the rust off your street For like a minute. Yes. So... I and and I actually don't know if this is the truth, but I feel like the part where it's like the police versus Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. this seems to be one of the earlier times that that has happened. Yeah, and and it's also sort of the first time that Batman is like, oh, you know, I'm I'm not just gonna put the bad guys in jail. I'm gonna you know put them out of the commission. Yeah, and, and, and so as a as a guy who is not as much of a fan of the Batman who does that kind of stuff. Uh, this book has, has always been, I mean, like it's like the book is awesome. Like it's exciting and exhilarating and, 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 you know, it's the story is great. And, and that line where Batman is telling Superman, remember that I beat you, you know, the one man, like that's awesome. But at the same time, like in, in, in Ryan's preferred DC universe, Batman and Superman are like buddies. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, Superman's got a dog named Crypto and a whole family of Kryptonians. (laughs) There's there's man's living in a cave with a family full of bad people. Let Ryan make his point. He's making a point. I like your point. I I appreciate your point. Go on. I hate you, Ian. (laughs) Oh, man. Ryan, guys, you guys should play. Frank Miller, Batman's great. You guys should play one on one basketball. I would right. I would pay money to see that. <laughs> uh, why? Two hairy fat guys playing. Hey guys. Hey. Hey guys, fat. you We're fans of four color commentary. We're gonna start a Kickstarter, basketball Kickstarter. If you guys <laughs> want to see Hoopstar. it might be a, it might be a video. Okay, I might have to record it and post it or whatever. If you guys want to see Wait, a one V one basketball match between these two Tweet us about it. We'll set it up if we get enough responses. If I and win, and maybe maybe we'll have to, you know, thanks for everything. If do I some win, funds for this. Wait, 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 wait. The, the the terms are: Ian has to wear a Batman shirt, and uh, Ryan has to wear a Superman shirt. Also, maybe a cape if I win, you. Ryan has to wear for a week a Frank Miller Batman like Dark Knight Returns shirt. Okay, you have to buy it for me. I will. If you lose and I win, I will really do that. And, and yes. Ryan, if the people want it, Ryan. Ryan, if what you people? win, if you win, uh-huh. then he has to wear a crypto shirt. No, I don't like a crypto tattoo on my <laughs> no, face. No, no, no. Just, he has to wear a shirt and wear it proudly. He can't wear a jacket or anything. Nope. Like, and if it's cold, too bad. 
You can, we'll, so yeah. if you want this, <laughs> we'll let like us know. We'll figure out how to do all this and stuff like no, it that. It has to smell. That's how you know you won. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you don't respond, though, then it won't happen. That's It'll true. Just be, Please don't respond. Imagine in your mind. Please respond. Don't. Um, but yeah, no, awesome. I'm Ryan. I appreciate your point. I, I, I understand. I know. I get super excited about this book because it just, I guess it's just, it's, it's, it's like it's like seeing your first movie as a kid. You always think fondly back. I like what Ron was talking about last week with the animated series. You can't go back and reread it again, like for the first time. Nostalgia. I've, it's nostalgia goggles now, for me on this book. All the way to your point, though, uh, the way that it ends, um, it, it gives you that sense that even though they did throw down, you know, it, there's everything's okay in the world. Everything's right in the world in the way that you know. Um, so you you have to read it to get the end. But I, but I mean, just sort of in the greater legacy of comic books and superhero comic books and stuff like that, this has been just sort of outrageously influential. And, mm-hmm. and, and it seems like there, like there are a lot of nuances in this book. And even Frank Miller himself is incapable of sort of doing the same sort of nuanced stuff now as he did then. Um, but it seems like people have taken the non-nuanced parts and be like, yeah superheroes beating the crap out of other superheroes it's <laughs> okay. awesome right, and so right. there are there I get are a lot of sort of terrible books that right. came that, that are, is that is true so yeah it. it's a double-edged sword um i think this is a good segue to get in the bad chat and i think so too yes. but yeah so uh, before we do though we want to mention uh because we want you guys to know kind of where we're going with first prints next so we have finished the dark knight returns next we're going to be reading um we're going to be reading uh v for v vendetta, for vendetta. Uh, which actually believe it or not I have not read. I have not read. I have not read. So there I've are like three twice. people who have not read. I've seen the movie, so I know the general gist of the story, but I've actually not read it. I'm a bad Alan Morphe. Shame on me. I slapped myself on the hand. Um, but yes, we'll be reading V for Vendetta. Um, the book doesn't have Natalie Portman in it. That is true. Hooray! So, uh, so you guys know, because we broke this one up a little bit, um, Fever Vendetta does have a lot of issues, but we're going to go ahead and tough it out for you guys, and we're going to read uh, all 10 of the issues, which is comes in a trade paperback, so you guys can get that. It comes in two trade paperbacks or three? It comes in one trade paperback. Oh, okay. Cool. They're just, they were separated in different books, oh, but okay. it's, it comes in one trade paperback. It's also available on Comixology for, for the cheaps right now, so we'll put that out um, uh, at some point too. So if you want to try to get that five ninety nine, also on Comicsology right now. So anyway, though, moving on. Well, at that, you're right. Uh, this is a great way to segue into bat chat. Uh, very, very quickly. It looks like Al- Alan's ready after all the bat love. <laughs> I can, I can I feel so, so much. I feel the hate flowing through you. So much <laughs> apathy. Screen. All right. I so, have so much this, apathy. This, this week, of course, with bat chat, we have one of us brings a laser targeted defense. This week is uh, Chewie's turn. So Chewie, Chewie, yes. go for it. So, Alan. Batman's Bat- great. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, um, you don't like Batman, you know, and I feel like part of that is because you're jealous that he looks so cool and Green Lantern doesn't. Oh! <laughs> Damn. I'm getting shallow like a high Hold school on. girl. You guys hear that? You guys hear is that, that really it? You guys hear that? Is that really it? That's it. Okay. That's it. He That's the sound good. of the mic dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Batman looks awesome. Okay. More awesome than Green Lantern. And I think you're just a little jealous, dude. Okay. Are uh, you a little jelly? Uh, I am not. And oh, okay. here, here is why you are wrong. <laughs> um, Don't say Guy Gardner. Oh, dude, not Guy Gardner. <laughs> no, really? No, oh, no. I, uh, okay. Don't say Kyle uh, Rayner either with that, like, sh- let him talk. Let him, let him say. Shield face. No in the, okay, no, no in the sense that not Kyle, uh, not Kyle, not Guy, not John, uh, or Moz for that so matter. To be perfectly honest, I hate Moz's mask. Alan but, Scott? um, <laughs> yeah, that's so much better. Red and green. Um, 
Christmas. Christmas However, like Batman has a couple things that are really weird, and you have to say that these are okay. weird because... All right, let's hear it. First of all, elf boots. Okay. He has these really weird boots that have these like little kind of pointiness to them that look like little elf boots. And but they look cool. Part of that depends what? on who's driving. That is Frank not true. Combat they look, Those look yeah. terrible. Um, yeah, combat boots are a whole lot better. We're just going to keep bringing up Frank Miller. Um, <laughs> secondly, yeah. secondly, a cape. Yeah. I mean, are we... I understand it makes deception. him look like a bat. Okay. No, it's deception. It's and it, and it's flame retardant. Stuff. And it's like freeze yeah, it's proof. It's a tool. And it's like, it's a it's catch a all. Exactly. No it's cape. a catch, it's a catch If all. I may quote Edna Mode from The Incredibles, no capes. No capes. No capes. I am with, that's honestly one of my favorite quotes. It's just like, <laughs> no, no capes. capes. I'm just saying, dude, like it's, it's a, it's not just like, bat fashion it's like even though it is pretty fashionable because then right. he could like scoff you and stuff like that he'd be like go away it is literal but, it is literal uh, plot armor it, it the, the cape yeah, is, it is literal plot is, armor which is what makes batman so cool because then you're like i'm back, shooting at you hey now it's bulletproof Ian, don't back look at me. You're, you're, you're you're trying to get me to uh, you're trying to get the the no, guy no, no, no. who's just squeeing about batman and superman fighting even though he's read this book like four <laughs> back, times to back, back me up, up on this one back me up on this one all right go ahead cape and Sonic Screwdriver. Okay, what are you, yeah. what are you, what are you trying to get here? Uh, I would I would argue that the 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 tool belt is more like the Sonic. Screwdriver. Yeah, no, I would I, in the, the sense belt. no, in the sense that, that the screwdriver belt. becomes exactly what you need it to be whenever you need. Now it here's my belt. question. Uh, okay, though, I can under, I can appreciate you that. Like, yeah. You like the Sonic Screwdriver? I do. Also, talking about Doctor like, Who, your kids. I'd, so. I'd like to point out that ring that gives all the power. So that is more like the sonic screwdriver to me. It, it's like, Oh, agree. well, you know, this mm-hmm. ring gives me all the power that okay. I need. I like I'm so lantern? glad you brought this up. Cause so, I wanted to do this. I wanted to do this. I th- what thinking- man, what non married man wears rings? Just what? saying that doesn't. All right. Um, <laughs> Love his defense. He's I'm saying it's about looking cool. Okay. I hope you enjoyed reading this I have, as much I, as I enjoyed writing it. <laughs> I have a thing that I wanted to do with any of you guys, whoever wants to do this. Um, I don't do that sort of stuff. Shh, listen. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. It is a thought voice. experiment, and I've been meaning to do okay. this. I can't do it with myself, obviously, okay. but uh, in the sense that Green Lantern has a ring that you okay. can create anything that your brain comes up with yes. in any situation that you need to come By up with. By willpower, right? By willpower. Okay. Take that out, though. Let's just okay. go with straight imagination. Mm-hmm. Okay. I propose that the reaction time to come up with things to deter um, imminent threats to your person or people you're trying to save mm-hmm. is harder than coming up with having an exact tool belt with tools that you know exactly where they are. And here's how I'm going to do this. Okay. I am going to throw a situation at you. <laughs> and you have exactly two... Let's go with... I, one second's too short. I'll give you two seconds. Okay. I feel like two seconds is too long. But okay. One, two, right? Okay. Okay. I'll give you to the count of two to come up with a imaginative way to stop that threat. Can we all do this? Uh, okay. We can so, all do this. Yes. Yeah, this, this. So are we? So we're Green Lantern in this point, right? Green, we're Green Lantern. Yes, you are all Green, Green Lanterns, Lanterns. and okay. I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw a, a threat at you. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? No, all just of us all of us, and then whoever has their no, first I wanna, raise No, this hand. has to be a quick thing. It has to be like a one-on-one. You have to feel the pressure. All right, let, let, let's first. let's yeah, let's make us go first, and then so that way Chewie gets a fair. Because uh, yeah. okay, who? So Chewie first. I'll, I'll, sure. No, Chewie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Chewie go first. Let okay. Chewie go first. Uh, all right. Missile. Flying cheetah. Flying cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> it gets hit by the missile and explodes and absorbs the impact. 
it could work. Uh, I love it. It's so <laughs> it the greatest game this ever. Is, this is part of why I was bothered by the Green Lantern movie that came out recently. <laughs> because his solution to everything was giant green gun. And that's, this is... Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay, 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 okay. Let, 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 me, let me do this. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, treat this. I'll treat this seriously. Okay. okay. Like uh, let's go. I like flying tree. Hold on. Hold on. I want to make a point. That yes. literally was the first thing that popped into my head. Yes. As soon as you said that, I did not pre-plan that. It wasn't like being a joke. It was just like first thing that popped in my head was flying and I said cheetah. I don't okay. know. Okay. So, okay. That right. was my imagination. Right. Okay. Uh, so yeah. on a, on a, hold on. Yes. Uh, since you're a Green Lantern expert, on the scale of effectiveness for Green Lantern imaginative powers, is a one being the worst, ten being the best? What number was that? Two. <laughs> okay. So yes. I got two B. Not at the bottom. Right. It was somewhat effective. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Somewhat effective. Super effective. effective. No. Uh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's um, my, okay. Hold on. I got to think of a good one here. Um, I don't want to think of something that's like, uh, okay. Laser beams top and below simultaneously. Giant circle around me. Okay. That's what circle he does all okay, the time. Okay. All right. Seven. Circle of what? Seven of them? No, 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 no. He's saying no. It that was a seven. 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 I'm just okay. saying. Effectiveness, that's, that's seven. A, a giant Ingenuity, circle. Circle like of one. what? I mean, circle it's, of what? But a, a circle of, you have that Green, Green Lantern, Lantern energy. Yeah, energy. Green he does that all the time. Green stuff. Yeah, he, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, yeah. what if the laser beams were yellow? Oh, that would be that would be difficult. That I could not defend. Oh, unless I have really strong willpower. Don't, don't don't start adding these and give him a really hard one. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least I got a seven. I got a C. I passed. <laughs> okay, twenty percent over there. Kind of intimidated. In in the comic book world, I mean, you would want to be a little more imaginative, but right, practicality. But it, practically, yeah. that okay. is practical. It's not imaginative, but it's practical. Okay, let's do. Um, I could have said what an organization of shields that surround me. That okay. would have been the same thing, but you know, I'll like go two with seconds. Warriors with like okay. you have two seconds to. Uh, save somebody who's about to fall from terminal velocity and splat on the ground. Go. I grab them and go upwards. You're okay. Okay, he got zero on that because my first thought was giant hand. <laughs> See, like, okay, that would have oh, been okay. Flat. I would. I would be a good. Hey, well, what would Superman do? Superman would grab them and fly upwards. Yeah, but they, they were not. Okay, let's. About. Do you want to do another one? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I don't think these two. Uh, okay, so oh, this will be a game we'll play off mic because we could we could do this for hours. Uh, we could <laughs> do this for hours. He uses the Green Lantern ring to make himself as strong as Superman and be able to fly. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not how it works at all. Um, anyway, okay, so. I didn't exactly prove my point. I, I didn't know how it was going to turn out. I get what your point was, though. The point no, I, being... I understand your fast, point. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's, let's kind of go over that again. Um, so Green Lantern, you have the power of imagination, you have the power of will, and then Batman, you have a tool belt of stuff, right? Yeah. So you have grapple hook, battering, smoke bomb, and whatever plot armor device and you want And my argument is that that tool belt looks cooler than his no belt and his man ring. <laughs> My argument I, is that okay. He looks to close out this <laughs> argument, you can literally make your costume whatever you want it to be with a Green Lantern ring. That is yeah. literally why does he you, you anything you want it to be? Then why did you choose white gloves? <laughs> because they're <I> dainty. <laughs> because because white is clean. I don't yeah. know. And don't sometimes know. white boots, and people and always get mask. on the Punisher about his white boots. I personally, if I were Green Lantern, I'd I'd have a hoodie and jeans, and <laughs> I'd be the Green Lantern. But that, you're like, not Green Lantern. How Jordan is. There's a multiple Your Green Lanterns. Your defenses are like nonsensical. <laughs> I don't know how to like. It's because he has nothing, so he's just throwing just, air no, at look, you. My argument, my argument was that Batman looks cooler, and I, I think he looks cooler. You know, he's, he's all, he's all like, he looks cooler. He's got like a lot of like, you know, dark colors on. That's and, not even an argument. I mean, you can't even put that into. A, mm, let me, let me, saying, let me put dude. a bow on this, Ellen. Um, 
to prove to your point that you said that it would be easier to have a set of tools that you have every purpose for versus imagination. I disagree because somebody's falling from the earth at terminal velocity. Batman has to think, okay, I have this many tools in my belt. Which of those combined together would allow him to, Oh, they're dead. So in that way, Green Lantern, I will, I will concede this in that way, Green Lantern in that situation, much like with the bomb, we're talking about dark Knight returns is far more invaluable in that situation. That situation is not a situation that Batman can solve easily. However, that's me thinking it. I'm sure Bruce has probably already thought of a way to do this. Yeah. That being said though, I agree that that power, I, I think the opposite argument is true. I think it's, it's not, it doesn't necessarily mean easier. It just means it's, I guess easier, but it, but it's still cool. It's cool. I guess. <laughs> it, I, I don't know. Basically, I, I like first of all, Chewie, I want to play that again. Yeah, first of all, Chewie, your argument sucks. Green Second of all, play. <laughs> um, I think just you're totally right in the sense that easier and, and and but keep in mind that if we're trying to be somewhat realistic about this, coming up with a solution that's you know the quickest and easiest uh, thing just off the top of your head in two seconds is really hard to do. That is tough. It um, is tough. I'll concede that point. Um, so let's just go ahead and we'll call this one a draw. <laughs> okay. Because I can't argue against his nonsense. <laughs> and you you made a valid point. So what we're I guess what we're getting at is Alan would do terrible if he were Alice in Wonderland. He would just die, grow up in a ball and cry. <laughs> That's, That's why Alan true. make a terrible Batman. He couldn't face off against the Batman. <laughs> That's Manhattan. definitely true. Anyway, so moving on uh, to our final segment of the show. Uh, I'll say one more thing. Yes. <laughs> I just oh, I, I, No, no. Listen, listen. I'm just I feel like the Green Lantern could look a lot cooler if instead of like the, the domino mask type of thing, he had like a, like a full mask or like They're some sort of a hood. They're not supposed to have masks. Oh, no. It's a dumb all earthling right, thing. All right. All right. I'm, I'm all just saying. Right. If he like. I think, I think maybe next time we need to do not bat chat. I, I think I think we're I think we're causing Alan to, to just to just explode. We'll have to. We'll have to. We'll I was put, trying we're to gonna give put you like bat a cool chat on like you. You're, you're, you're picking cool fights. If this, a, this was not a discussion. You picked okay. a fight. All right. All right, boys. Kids, let kids, me at him. Let kids, me at him. Kids, kids, kids. <laughs> I'll see you on the courts. Wait, we should have you guys play basketball. <laughs> no, yeah, you wear a Batman guy. one. You wear you wear a Green Lantern one. You're allowed. To, you have a, a certain amount of tools to make baskets, <laughs> and he can pick up whatever he wants in two seconds. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yes. I, I now, if you guys want to see that, <laughs> all right, I get the tools. And if you get Alan, the imagination. If if, if 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 you lose, you have to wear a domino mask for a whole week. And if Alan loses, he when has I, to wear a Batman mask. He has to wear a Batman mask for a whole week. No, he can only have the tools on him. He can only have he, in his he belt. Has to he wear can't a tool use anything belt other than what he has wear on his person. Too. Um, okay, so I'll wear um, a ring. moving awesome. on to this is a fantastic bat chat. Um, moving on to the back <laughs> matter, though. Um, so uh, back matter, general topics of conversation. Um, I tended to bring up the movie thing last time, so I'll bring it up this time. Um, they've ca- cast Ant Man. It is Paul Rudd. W- what do we think? Discuss. Weird. I am excited about this movie because it's being directed by Edgar Wright. Yes, that is every awesome. Movie that he's is awesome. Made is one of my favorite movies. Right, and so. I need this one to be also for mm-hmm. him to have an unbroken streak or else uh, he he and I will just break <laughs> up and it'll be super sad. I'm interested to see which version of Ant-Man they're having him play though because he doesn't really seem like the Hank Pym. He seems more like the, what's the other guy, the second dude who has like, who's like a father and... Uh, Lang. From what, what I've name? read... like Scott something. What's his name? Scott? His last name is Lang. Uh, Scott Lang. Could yeah. be Scott Lang. From what I've read, they are having multiple Ant-Mans, Ant-Men. Ants, really? Ant-Man? Really? Yes. Supposedly the movie is supposed to be to steal an Ant-Man, but not really. I think they're setting up... They, first of all, you have to set up Hank Pym. Yeah. Um, whether It depends on where they start. Well, um, and they are... I mean, with Ultron coming, I don't know if they're going to set up Hank, Hank Pym in Pym that way. create Ultron. In the comics, he did. He did. I have a feeling they're going to try to 
shoehorn that into Tony Stark doing it. Yeah, I agree. Well, he sort of worked with Tony. Yeah. Uh, didn't they already confirm that Jarvis is going to turn in, is going to be Ultron? I don't know. I don't know if they've Shh, said that. that. That that would be that would be a weird twist. <laughs> I'm not super familiar with Ant-Man, so I can't really speak to this, but just knowing Paul Rudd, I'm like I feel like I feel like he could do he could probably do some good things just as an actor his acting ability. I think he might be a little bit underrated. He's going to need to pull out that range for sure. So? Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think what I'm excited about is that Edgar Wright makes really action-packed movies that are also really funny. Mm-hmm. And Paul Rudd definitely has the ability to be funny. And so the, those two things fit well together. Is, it's not like it's Vin that, Diesel or something. Yeah, yeah. Hank, that's what I was thinking about. Was I was I've thinking never, about that combo. He's Groot, by the way. Yeah, I was aware. They officially announced that. Who is? Uh, Vin Diesel is the voice of Groot. Perfect. He was yep. also the voice of the Iron Giant, so I'm okay with that. That is true. He has a history of playing characters that only say one thing. Um, <laughs> Rock. The triple X. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, that's what he said. We should be nicer to him. He's he's gone through a lot recently. Dude, oh, that's true. He, he did. He did awesome in that movie. Yeah. Triple X. <laughs> I'll tell you guys that story nah. later. It's a joke. Um, it's a joke. Is I I don't know if I've ever read Hank Pym as being funny. No, that's the thing is I don't know if I that's that's what makes me think it's more the other dude the the second dude because I know. For my brief knowledge, I think he was like trying to. He stole the Ant Man suit, right? The second dude who yes, did it. Yes, he stole yeah. it. Yes, and that's yeah. yeah. To help watching. his sick daughter. Yes, that's right. And that's that. That seems yeah. to me like that seems like a romantic like comedy a that Paul Rudd would be involved in, where he's a superhero. Which oh. I know it sounds stupid, but if you think about that, like like what does the Avengers team has a little bit of comedy with Tony Stark, but well, if know. they if they cast um, uh, a Wasp soon. Then you can definitely throw that romantic element in yeah, there, yeah, that's true, and make it part of. So he has this like romantic side story going on with uh, with Janet, yeah, yeah, and then he's got building uh, this artificial intelligence thing over here, and then you have the side story of somebody who's you know. I see this guy is building this thing, and I'm gonna go steal it. I mean, he's basically pull, like a yeah. mad scientist. Yeah, there's a lot of comedic, <laughs> yeah, potential. Yeah, and, and I hate to pull, I hate to pull the Heath Ledger card, but once again, we have been proven in the past that people who are odd casting choices can sometimes. If he pulls benefit. this off, then I will start conceding the Heath Ledger and Paul Rudd card. <laughs> okay, but I'm until re- I've seen that happen twice. I'm I know lightning gonna, doesn't always strike twice. I'm reading here that it it totally says um, sometimes you're. I think it's gonna be Doctor Henry Pym, like the Flash. Yeah, Hank Pym. Oh, Hank. Hank is it really? Henry yeah. is. Yeah. Henry is Hank. Henry Pym. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what it says here in this article. So they are going with Hank the movie. Um, the other thing in this article is interesting. I don't know if you guys found it or whatever. I guess uh, JGL Joseph Gordon-Levitt was up for the part. Uh, didn't get it, but JGL is. Um, it says here he um, is um, producing. He did announce that he is producing. He he is producing. And may star in and direct uh, something that uh, I guess uh, Alan here. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I, I have a lot of fingers just pointing can't hide at Alan. I, yes. I just like He's I'm, I'm so uh, so uh, Sandman. Yes, which is if, if you listened to last issue, you know how much we all love Neil Gaiman, and yes. Neil Gaiman completely wrote all of Sandman. Also and available for five ninety nine. And the first, one just the of, first of the, the first part. Yeah, one of the best graphic novels, pretty much ever. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. And I'm excited about this because I think that he has a lot of talent that is yet to be like tapped. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. Um, and uh, I think that if he pulls this off, it's going to open up a lot more doors, not just for him, but for graphic novels. Um, it's going to raise the bar one more time. I and I think it's going to. I have a skepticism about Sandman becoming a movie. Oh, it's a tough one. A chunk of Sandman, like that's 
that's going to be difficult to translate to the yeah. screen. I mean, and it's going to have to be something sort of suitably Lord of the Ringsy well, for it to really work. Y- you've I think. heard about their this this dark ju- this, like this dark like DC characters movie like team up movie they're planning on doing right? You Justice heard about that? League Dark. Kind of yeah. I don't know if that's what they're officially calling that's it. That's what, what the comic, comic team is it now. Yeah, where it's like where it's John Constantine who is a great character. Don't that movie? Don't won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> Swamp Thing, Dead Man. Like they're put, taking all these characters and putting them together. What, what has Alan so, Moore done for DC that we can mine <laughs> and, and sort of and, steal? Oh, I know. And um, I think well, you hear who they want? They tap for wanting to direct that movie, right? Uh-huh. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, there you go. That would be, and that would be a. Good, that would be interesting. But but those are what's weird is those are they're looking to introduce all those characters at once. I think they need to think about that but a little here's, bit more before they. Just here's throw here's that. what I it's hear. A great idea though. Here's what I hear in that statement, and I hear this: Swamp Thing, Guillermo del Toro. That combo yep, right there. Those that two right there. That would be yeah. a good combo. Incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I the, I agree. I would love to see a Sandman movie, but I don't know. I think Ryan, you're right. It's going to be a it's, weird be transition, mm-hmm. but um, they pulled off things. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. What there's happens. been other game and works that have worked really well on the screen, so I can see it's possible. Speaking of things that haven't worked so well on the screen, oh, Ryan, you have something okay. you'd like to talk about, which you've you've explained to me, but maybe these gentlemen aren't aware. Okay, of the situation so, at hand. Let's uh, step With, into the wayback machine. Do you guys remember the show Even Stevens? Yes. <laughs> Vaguely. Have you seen any movies with giant robots that turn into vehicles recently? Uh, I, I try to forget how I've paid to see one. all of them the in the movie one. theater because yeah. friends have convinced me to go yeah, see them. The same I saw Transformers. Yeah. So we're talking about Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Shia LaBeouf maybe hasn't made all the best choices in life. No. Uh, Shaved But it beef. turns out it turns out recently he's made some really bad ones. Last year at Sundance, he released okay. a short film. Uh, called, I think, HowardCantor.com, starring uh, Jim Gaffigan. And okay. the story was about a, uh, a, a film critic who's, who's writing a review of a movie by a director he loves, but he hates the movie. Uh, so he released it at Sundance. It was, it was critically acclaimed. And he just released it online uh, a week or two, or several weeks ago. And within minutes of it being posted online, a bunch of people on the internet were like, hey, this, is, this sounds a lot like a Daniel Klaus comic book. And then mm-hmm. people uh, looked at it closely, and they're like, oh, no, no. It's not that it just sounds kind of like it. It's word for word verbatim. <laughs> no way. Book. What? Which <laughs> No way. Uh, it's, it's called, um, oh, I can't even remember now. It's part of the, the collection that he just recently released. But it's, <sighs> it's literally that exact story to the point that it, it, like if you look at shots of the short film and the comic book, it's like he used the comic book as storyboards for the film oh, and no did way. not credit him at all and so basically he said he, he did it. it. Yeah. But <sighs> wait, there's more. <laughs> Uh, oh and gosh. so since then, people are like, huh, I wonder what else he's done that, that he hasn't done. And um, it turns out that Shia LaBeouf hasn't had an original thought in several years. Uh, the, the about <laughs> page on his website me. is taken word from word from another website. Even with, with bizarre capitalizations are, are identical copied from another page. Uh, <laughs> he, he has apologized on Twitter several times for this plagiarization, each time copying and pasting the apology from someone else. For instance, Tiger Woods, when he apologized for his fidelity. Oh, no, or, way. no way. Or <laughs> this has to be so Joint Chief of Staff this Robert McNamara when he apologized for the Vietnam War. <laughs> what? <laughs> This has to be an elaborate hoax. Yes, it has and to then, be him just screwing with Shia all of us. Shia LaBeouf released a couple of self, self-published uh, graphic oh, novels a, so a year or two not. ago, and it turns out he stole from Bukowski. Oh, Charles Why? Bukowski. 
from Charles Bukowski for those comics, and he stole no. from another French writer, oh literally God. word for word. I want sentences so badly for this, this to stuff. be real. Not, and not Bukowski. Be a so badly, yes. I like Bukowski. Is anybody taking I'm legal action on this? Uh, yeah, apparently. Um, I think it's Fantagraphics is, is uh, the yeah. Close um, publisher. They they are looking into legal action. Um, it I, from what I understand, it's difficult to sue for oh this this story is a lot like this other story that i wrote and you totally stole it but in this case because there are enormous chunks of what is said that are word for word literally exactly the the case is is seeming to be pretty solid wow what dude that i can't like i just i thought this didn't exist like outside of school (laughs) like like, don't plagiarize i always sweated bullets like when i was writing stuff like for school because i was like okay well I need to talk about how this war ended, you know, and, and, and I mean, here's the important facts and they have already stated it in the most simple way possible. So I can't paraphrase it another way. And I was like, you know, when they're like, Oh, it turns out the North won the war. I'm like, so the North having, uh, become victorious upon, you know, yeah, where to yeah. for We've the South. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, please don't, please don't get me in trouble. Yeah. But apparently Shia LaBeouf didn't care. He yeah. just went for it. Shia LaBeouf DGA, yeah. That guy went for gold yes, and he, he won. Yes, Let's he just, did. Uh, remember, I like how everyone's all surprised, but remember, as I pointed out to Ryan this week, this is the same young man who swang with monkeys in a leather jacket in that fourth Indiana Jones movie. I thought we were going to agree that that movie didn't exist yet. <laughs> uh, well, we, we can't well, talk about Jar Jar Binks. We can't talk about Shia Buffs. Well, it, it's all the ramblings of a crazy old bearded Ewok-looking madman. So uh, anyway, well, um, well, I think that about wraps it up for uh, this uh, issue of Four Color Commentary. We want to remind you, uh, of course, that we are, we'll be having some uh, new books next time uh, for you guys to read. So we'll go through and announce those now. So, Alan, tell us about the book you're going to be bringing for us next time. Going to bring a, uh, another indie comic, something up uh, Ryan's alley, actually, called Hopeless Savages. Okay. Um, All right. So look forward to that. Cool. Chewy? Um, I'm going to go ahead and I might, I might well, let me take a poll here. What, uh, what book company am I bringing from? Image? Wrong. I'm going big too this time. Oh. I'm going to go with uh, Thor, God of Thunder, from the Marvel Now um, event. Excited. Um, It is awesome. So I'm going to bring issue one of Thor, God of Thunder. Cool. I'm going to be bringing one of my favorite writers, but not. I'm going to bring some Grant Morrison. But it's not what Alan, Alan's face is like, you're going to bring more Batman, aren't you? No, I'm going to bring a book that he wrote um, called The Invisibles. Um, so I just started reading this book and I'm about midway through it right now. And I'm like, this is going to be a great, here's my issue. It's going to inspire a lot of conversation. So okay. uh, The Invisibles, Grant Morrison is what I will be bringing. Uh, I'm actually bringing something for the big two as well. I'm bringing uh, Jonah Hex number 50. Oh, okay. I, like, yeah. I, like, I, like I don't know how I feel about that. I'm interested. All right. it's, uh, it's drawn by Darwin Cook. Ooh. Okay. Well, well, we'll we'll take a look at that next time. Uh, And of course, on Four Color Commentary, as always, we want to remind you uh, that, I don't know if you guys know this, but a stack of Dark Knight Returns can be used to replace a Bible in a court of law. I'm Alan. I'm Chewy. I'm Ian. And I'm Ryan. Stay in your mint, everybody. See ya. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.